Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dropped Frames, and this is our spooky episode because it's Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, I'm leaving. Coast turned into a ghost, everyone. Ooh. Oh, God damn it. How do I turn this off? Very scary. Go. He's okay. in the abyss. Ooh. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh, oh God! Scary. Now he can't fix it. That, see, I broke, I broke my camera. <laughs> that, that was okay, there broke. we go. Okay, all right. Technical that's difficulties. The, that's the, the real, real scary. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Jesus, right. don't that's scare right. me like that. That's the that's the the nasty stuff. Uh, uh, you might have recognized a familiar voice if you're listening on the, the podcast or watching on the videos. It's Gassy Mexican. Zeke is out. He caught the vid. Yeah, I'm and more, as the intro says. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we love and more. I like it. The and more is always great. Uh, yeah, Zeke, uh, he, he caught the, the COVID, uh, I, I guess, at TwitchCon is what he thinks. He says, who's really going to believe him, though? You know? I think of, of the group that me and Zeke were all hanging out with, uh, yeah. which we've kind of met multiple times throughout the weekend, uh, I think the last count was eight of them are COVID positive. Oh, God. <laughs> well, were you guys just Frenching each other? Like, what the hell Somebody was going there, on in Vegas, I mean, man? Bro, it was Vegas, man. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just one constant, consistent orgy. You the just entire gambling time. and, like, yeah. licking win, the chips. <laughs> that's right. Among you win other some things, money. Yep. You make out with your bro. That's how it's Vegas <laughs> that's, that's what you, not anyone around you. You don't even need to know them. You oh, just, you just go wild. No. Yeah, it's, the Ve- it's the Vegas way. Jesus, yeah, I've I didn't seen, know about, but apparently that's what they do. I have seen a lot of uh, a lot of folks uh, get COVID and or just con crud. I think Co has come down with the con crud, from what we can. Surmise. Yeah, I've I've got like, I've got all the lung and and nasal stuff of COVID, but I don't have Whew. fever, and I I got the exhaustion. That's fun, mm. but I'm I'm sitting. I'm I got half COVID. You got you got the co on crud. You're yeah, co. I got the co. I'm got the, the co. co. That's you are right. the co. Exactly yeah, right. No, but sense. I've tested twice as negative. So I mean, I whatever I got, it sucks. But you know, yeah, we, we make do. We make yeah. do. And somehow it's Max Max got out unscathed. Is that? I'm fine. I've tested twice. I'm good to go. Huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I, well, I feel like I had a little. My body was already going into it, fighting fit. Is uh. I already had like something while I was. Uh, so you brought in, like, it. England and You're the. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, no. no, no, no. It, was it was probably. Before. Yep. It was before. <laughs> like uh, before that, like prior to going to England and all this, like I had something. It wasn't even anything really. Like it was like some mild something where I, it's hard to tell for me because I get like allergies and especially here in Austin, mm. like with with rain that comes in, it punches up all the plant farts. And yeah. it's 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 hard for me to like distinguish that the symptoms from that from like am I getting sick because they can be one and the same a lot of times yeah but uh, no at the con I was fine yeah well, well, I, I think I saw you Saturday night fine. right I think I mm-hmm. mean you yeah. yeah and then and then people started getting sick on like Monday no I think you're patient zero might be I think you had pre COVID. Yeah. There's alleged. Then, there's there's a lot of allegations flying out. You know, it uh, doesn't like hit some people. You Max. you brought the base evolution, and then it hit us. And like Pokemon, it evolved in all of us. No, and proof. now we have super COVID. No proof at all. Uh, just because I was in the area where other people were, uh, and now they are sick. There were a lot of other people there. Pretty sure could have been. But you know what? We'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll uh, could have been anyone. There, there's a uh, me. Me and Strippin were talking on. Wednesday, because we were both like, "Yeah, we're kind of, 
Kind of wish we were going to TwitchCon. We were getting a little bit of that FOMO, and then I think I saw yeah. like uh, I think I saw Co's tweets and uh, Cami from Bethesda. You guys both had flight delays, and I was like, yep. man, I'm I'm kind of glad I'm not going. And then stripping uh, right before uh, we had some where we won all of our league. We won every single league match that that night, 100. We didn't lose and D rank nonstop. Fuck league. Um, sorry, random tangent. And uh, he said, just it's okay. Everyone's gonna catch COVID. Don't worry about it. Now he was right. I think he cursed everyone. I think he was the soothsayer, all oh, the way from good. England. Probably Shaman him. stripping. Yeah, it's probably him. Voodoo stripping. It's on probably the case him yet again. Yep. It happens. It happens. Uh, just like Twitch. That this is a weird uh, segue. Just like TwitchCon happened. Uh, okay, <laughs> everyone we'll take it. it. Not the best, but it works. We'll take it. <laughs> it works. Uh, it was a. It was very interesting watching it from afar. You guys were both there. Uh, a lot of a lot of streamers were there, um, and we can kind of go through everything that they announced and and the actual com. But one of the biggest takeaways, and I actually spoke. I haven't, I haven't talked to Co about this. I, I talked with Max about this actually, uh, and a couple of other streamers as well, because um, there was like this air of. Everyone went into TwitchCon, and I mean, on this show, the the most recent show, we were like fucking unbelievably cynical. I think they came as, back from as, TwitchCon. That's like the general mood. Like, yes. I think it's a little bit. Yeah, we everyone like came back from TwitchCon, and like it was like they went to <laughs> a fucking church or yep. something. The church of Into Twitch, and they're just like a streamer yes. retreat. Yeah, and everyone just came back so much happier. And it's not just like in our little social sphere. I, that extends to like. Almost every social sphere that I saw go to TwitchCon, people are just like, I, I feel like things are changing. I feel like Twitch is, mm-hmm. it's on the up and up. I'm, I'm excited about it again. Uh, so I want to know uh, who was serving the Kool-Aid and where can I get some? So here's, here's the thing. When I, when I first got to TwitchCon, um, I brought my laptop with me and I'm playing on this new EverQuest server. And my plans, <laughs> my plans. Go on. My plans were to stay in my hotel room, level my necromancer. Mm. I had like, I was, I was probably going to just go say hi to people at the partner party. There was an Xbox mixer. And then I had like my meet and greet, um, hanging out with my mods and a couple panels. Okay. And I was expecting to like stay in my hotel room the rest of the time. Staycation in Las Vegas, essentially. Yeah. So when I went to the Xbox mixer, you know, I was early. I was early because I had a bunch of emails I had to respond to. So my plan was just to shack. I didn't even go with anyone Just shack up solo in a, in a booth and just, you know, punch out these emails on the phone that I've been meaning to do. And, um, it immediately started feeling different. Like all, all these people, as people started arriving, like people just kind of like started, you know, sitting down opposite of me, we'd have a conversation. They get up another person, sit down conversation, people in the industry, um, other streamers, uh, just people that I've, I've met in the travels that are kind of like ancillary positions around content creation. And, I noticed early that a lot of people just seemed more enthusiastic than normal. And more importantly, not a single person was kind of like, yeah, you know, here we are, you know, going through the motions, which to be fair, that happens. Uh, it, that's a thing. That's yeah. absolutely a thing. Yeah. That, that sounds and, like me towards the end of the, like pre COVID after going yeah. to cons for seven yeah. years, it's like another packs. Yeah. Here yeah. We are. Do the circuit enough times. It's yeah. just like, exactly, okay, exactly, exactly. Con. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better, like doing the circuit and everyone was kind of, but, but people were, were, were energized and pretty lively. And, and I was kind of picking up on it and kind of, you know, feeling that. So, you know, at the end of the con or the, the Xbox mixer, um, the Xbox guys were super cool. There was like this 
nearby Ferris wheel thing, but like each pod is like 25 people that they can hold. And we get in one of these with a bunch of Xbox execs, a bunch of creators and stuff. Swifters COVID. there. COVID, every one of us. No, no, no. Uh, so <laughs> they had a bartender in this thing. So oh, there was weird. a free bar and a bartender with 25 people in it on a Ferris wheel. And the second we get to the top, um, we were overlooking all of Vegas. And right in front of us was this big attraction called the Sphere. Yeah. Which is like this giant, basically, ball of screen. And right when we get to the top, the Xbox execs are like looking at their watch and like, okay, here we go. Here we go. We're doing it. And they dropped all of the Xbox stuff that they had paid to, to put on the sphere, like right at the top for the first time ever. So there was like this crazy wild energy. Like everyone was super excited about it and everyone was, was pumped. And this is the first time these guys had ever seen it. Cause it's the first time it's ever actually been on the sphere. And, um, right from there, like for some reason, that's kind of like when I was like, oh, this trip is going to be kind of cool. And, and from that moment on, it just kept getting cooler. The second I go, I get to the bottom all the people that were in that pod were like still talking and hanging out. And, and a few of them were like, yeah, let's go to the partner party. And I was like, I think I'm going to go back. And they're like, no, we're going to the partner party. And I was like, okay, I'll go there. Go to the partner party. It was actually great. Even though I didn't know 90% of the people there, the 10% that I did, we all like congregated right around the bar. It was totally an open bar. The only stipulation is you can only have one drink at a time. So, you know, I've sat there like drinking seven beers and like people <laughs> coming in, going out of our giant 20 person ring, just like talking and hanging out, taking pictures and stuff. And um, it just kept getting more and more, like, communal. So I met a bunch of people at the Xbox party. Then they took us and we meet a bunch. I met their friends and a bunch of other people at the partner party. And then after that, we just go bar hopping into casinos, met a bunch of other cool streamers and people that I'd never really met before. I ended up hanging out with, like, two other people that were in cyberpunk. So we had, like, a little group. And, like, it was just, it was, it was very freaking cool. And then during this, all this stuff drops from Dan. Dan is off being Dan the whole time. And we keep getting like notifications that he's off, you know, he's on a kick stream telling them to have fun at yeah. Twitch. And then he did the keynote where there were actually a bunch of fantastic announcements. Um, you know, he's off like just being Dan, which is an, this is an entirely different discussion. That guy was everywhere. This I don't is an understand the stamina. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. An entirely different discussion, but Dan Clancy is exactly what Twitch needs right now. Like in terms of, of, what they've needed for like the last three to five years in terms of PR to put it bluntly, Twitch PR has been on a steady decline for like five years. Yeah. Like, like there's been little yeah. tiny bumps, but there's like an overall like downward line well, from like five years ago until and, recently. And I would say so much of that was just, they didn't even say anything. And oh, that exactly. was part of the problem. Yep. That was, <laughs> yeah. if not the problem like was the, the fact yeah. that like all of this stuff was happening and sometimes it was really negative and no one was saying a thing. Yeah. And that was a huge issue. So Dan has kind of gotten out in front of that. And he is now not only being a voice, but they're giving him some good things to say. And more importantly, he's addressing a lot of those elephants that have been hanging out in the room for like five years now. Yeah. So yeah. that has all together created this new atmosphere where for one of the first times in a long time, I'm looking around TwitchCon and being like, Twitch stonks are kind of going up. Like I'm so I, I've been so used to things going down and this kind of like fog over all of our heads where it's like, oh, what's happening with Twitch? Where's it going? You know, like this, the future doesn't look bright. All these rumors about what's coming next and just like and then and then added all the bad news and the no communication was just. But now for the first time, like we're getting good announcements. Dan is killing it. Uh, a lot of creators are feeling better. And that's kind of a rising tide raises all boats kind of things, because as as all levels of Twitch from the top creators to the very bottom are kind of like slowly going up, like the viewers are getting happier. 
like all tiers of streamers are getting happier. I'm sure the people working at Twitch are starting to feel a little bit better. Maybe they're going to just try that a little bit harder. You know, Dan's kicking ass. So it's just all these stars that are aligning. And uh, it really made it, to put it bluntly, I tweeted this out and I'll say it again. This last TwitchCon was one of the favorite conventions I've ever been to. In just terms of everyone having a good time. Every time I saw somebody, it was all positive. There was no like, oh, you know, you're here too. Yeah, you know, like I started going in literally saying this is like my contract contractually obligated TwitchCon. You know, I'm just here because they, they, I'm, I, I have to be. Yeah. And I left being like, that was freaking awesome. That was great. And now I'm going next year. I'm not even obligated to. And I'm definitely planning on going to TwitchCon next year. Like, no question. Um, as Especially long as everything keeps up. Especially if it's not in Vegas. That's oh, the only yeah. thing I'll they've say already said it's not going to be in Vegas. Yeah, it. they've yeah. already said yeah, it's I mean, not in Vegas. Yeah, that's that's well established even before like we left the con. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I was done by the end of that con. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> my wife was there for for riot stuff. I'm sure. I think she ran into both of y'all. Um, yeah, we did yeah, a panel she, together. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, she said it was just like the worst. Like Vegas, just and then like the f1 stuff made it made getting around just an actual nightmare yeah, they were oh, still God. like in hustle like, mode for getting 100 bucks for the f1 to go stuff. like a mile <laughs> down yeah. the road just like a nightmare on all fronts there. it was uh the the it, which which honestly speaks even higher about the con like if it like yeah. it was still super enjoyable even with all of this other stuff happening it, it if they had actually made it to san diego again i think that this would have been phenomenal and i really hope they go back to san diego there's something some kind of clicks with Twitch in, in San Diego, I feel like. But yeah, I would be um, surprised I'm with, I'm with, if, if they didn't go to go to yeah. San Diego. Like with the the feedback that they've gotten from everyone, just from regular con goers to partners to everyone saying like we like San Diego, we want to go back there. Um, obviously they haven't announced anything, but it seem it would be very surprising if they decided to go someplace else as like a new venue, or whatever. When San Diego is it works so well and everybody has that that feeling of like wanting to return back it would be a weird move for them not to yeah i was talking that one of the only complaints and it's funny because i'm curious for the two of y'all the the show floor funny enough was uh in san diego apparently the show floor is just like too big and so it makes twitchcon feel very sparse and that was like the only complaint i've heard about san diego um but i don't i don't in all of the twitch cons i've ever been to the show floor is like the last least important thing. I think that's a streamer point of view. I don't know if from a viewer point of view uh, or, or just like a, a fan point of view, if they, if people care about a show floor at a thing like that, or if they're just there to like see streamers and hang out with streamers or have a chance to meet streamers. I don't really know. The last time like they had it in San Diego, I don't remember coming away from the con being like, this con feels small. Like I've never yeah. looked at that and maybe I'm looking at it differently just cause I'm looking at it from like a functionality and get it, being able to get around properly, especially with my wife who has to like navigate with like a wheelchair and stuff at these cons or a scooter. Yeah. Like I I've never gone through and been like, this is a problem. We have so much space. Like there's still lots of people there. And that's the thing is like the optics of it from the outside. I guess if you had like a wide crane shot of the show <laughs> floor and then saw you know, that there was a lot of space to move around. This is an empty con. Like, no, there's still a lot of foot traffic there. That's yeah. not a bad thing to have space at your, at your show floor. You know what I mean? Like at your con. It was also so, big. I don't know. It was big at Vegas. The show floor felt big. Yeah, it was very yeah. big. Oh yeah. 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 Big time. I think that's a conscious decision too, that, that I've seen like evolve year after year of, of the cons that I've been to for TwitchCon, where 
it does feel wider and and more open, but in a good way. Not like uh, this is empty in a ghost town. More like the vendors have space, and so do the people walking around. Like they've done a really good job with that, and that was still the same way in Vegas. Yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't couldn't say it better. Like uh, what was really nice is even the biggest day was Saturday, and you could tell because when you were walking around, everyone had these yellow passes, and yellow passes were Saturday only passes, oh. and there were tons of those people, and. Like it was, it was really nice because even when it was packed, I mean, you'd look down. It was kind of like at this angle, with all of the the booths and stuff kind of interdispersed, and then they had like all the big stuff on the outer rim. And even when you were looking down, like the main thoroughfare, there were tons of people, tons of people, but at no point were they sardines. Like everyone was still able to easily move around. Yeah. Um, and also, you could go around the outsides if you wanted to. Like the outsides were a lot clearer. Um, but yeah. I mean, they had like. They had like this huge, long snake-like thoroughfare. You could go down this really long hallway, which was great because a lot of people just go back there to chill and get lots of space. And that would go outside. I don't know if you went out there, Max, at any point. There was a whole outdoor area with food trucks and beer and Is this like the partner area? And... No, no, no. This is oh, just, it's just everyone. Yep. Okay. Yep. Speaking of which, real quick, since you brought it up, they did a great partner area. Absolutely great partner area. Third floor away from everything. They had people checking badges all the way up. And, like, uh, there was just free food there the whole time. Coffee, drinks, anything you could want. You could go up and get stuff and just walk out with it. It was, uh, there was always people there to talk to and that you would know. And, like, it was, uh, well, it was the best one I've seen done so far, for sure. It was, it was really, and they had a different one in a different building as well. Um, that was like a 24 hour thing, which was super cool, which they kind of needed for Vegas. Yeah, I guess. Um, Yeah, like a little rest. But, yeah, like, (laughs) um, shout out to the crew at TwitchCon this time. Like they, with as many people, with as many things that could have gone wrong and as many people as there were there, I constantly was seeing crew running around, making sure things were going smoothly, making sure people could get around and stuff like that. Um, it seemed, it seemed like they definitely have become a very well-oiled machine in terms of running these things. But yeah. Yeah. It's like their eighth one now, I guess. Something like that. Yeah. Gassy. I kind of said my piece on it, but I'm very curious. Like, how did you feel about TwitchCon? What was your general vibe? How did, how did you enjoy it overall? Um, I mean, I echo a lot of the stuff that you said. I don't think um, there aren't things like that that can be improved. I think they learn every single time. But I, th- I agree that the the crew, at least the people, especially the staffers that we know that work at Twitch that are involved with like planning all that stuff, they are taking, like, I've seen it year after year, take the feedback that I've given them, that, that my wife's given them, other partners in general, and taking it on board. And I think that it kind of goes to what you're saying in, in the shift that's happening with Twitch, hopefully, at least that it seems to be perceived. Where for the longest time they've said nothing and they haven't communicated much and it and it's bred this kind of like environment of like obvious you know warranted mistrust of what's happening and what's coming from from uh, Twitch and TwitchCon in the future. But from what I've seen, they're they're actually taking stuff on board and implementing it well. I see the con getting better and I see you know like this is the first time what in in a long time that we've had recent announcements off of TwitchCon that were like this is dope, this is really cool. You know what I mean? Like in they're not only just from the people that are at the con, but like from the outside optics, they're able to have that as a takeaway as well. So that's super cool. I hope they, they ride that momentum and I hope it shifts the, the, the mindset that people have giving cons- like constructive, hopefully constructive criticism to Twitch and encourages them to give more constructive criticism to Twitch because it's actually being enacted. Now, from the actual cons perspective, like being on the show floor, I was on there like not a lot, a lot, but enough to like get the lay of it. The artist alley looked really cool. Uh, they had a lot, of space. A lot, of, that a lot of space. Oh my which is Lord. great. And I think too, for the most part, it was pretty much free to be there. Like they just had to submit it. And then I think the last minute they had to cover like some sort of tax thing that, that kind of cropped up. 
I heard about that, like from that was from just like Nevada, Las Vegas, like being there. That was a thing that they had to cover or whatever. Yeah. But outside of that, like if they submitted and were accepted for a booth, they just had it. And that was a massive opportunity for a lot of artists that submitted for that thing. Like I know some of them that I talked to them personally. And they're like, yeah, we, we did some pretty good sales there. Like it was, it was really cool being able to have that ability to have that presence, you know, of them being at the, the con, but then they also like, they maybe collabed or partnered with another artist that was there and just had some wares, some merch, whatever. So that from what I understand worked really, really well. And the fact that they had that much space now criticism, I would give them very minimal, if any indie presence in terms of yeah. like, games. There was no indie alley or indie like showcase that I was able to perceive. What, what a lot games of the stuff that there? I checked out. Because <clears throat> I heard uh, there was like not very, very many. Few, very few. <laughs> not yeah, a couple no, not bigger many. ones. Okay. It was very tech heavy. Yeah. So there was a lot. Yeah. Dude, there was a there was a booth there, and I don't know how I feel about this. There was a booth there that, that was literally its product was AI Twitch chatters to make your stream feel more I alive. Didn't... What? Yeah, they pulled me over and they were like wanting to show me everything. And I was like, I don't really want to. This is mm, this feels weird. (laughs) Is it Twitch chatters? Uh huh. How how, is it? The idea is that if you if you're if you're if you have a very slow chat, then the idea would be like you could put one of these chatters in. It would like ask questions. What what are they just like? (laughs) Do they just join the chat? Be like, what do you guys think about Trump? Hey guys, what are your thoughts on Christianity? Yeah, like, what is the fuck? What's hey, what's going topic. on in Israel, huh? <laughs> what the crazy? Fuck? You don't even need AI for that. Oh my god! I didn't god, even know dude. that was a thing there. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little weird. Um, which it, which was kind of funny since you know they made the big announcement that it's like, yeah, we're gonna targetedly take care of embedding. Like we've heard you, we're finally doing something right, about it. Right. Like, which is which is yeah. super cool. So that was a, a little strange. I'm I'm guessing they if if they were there, I'm guessing Twitch has some hard limits on them. Like, yeah, no, yeah. you can't order six hundred AI bots. That's weird. <laughs> like but yeah, it was it was a uh, a little strange. A little strange. They I were was... selling themselves kind of like they were a bot, which I'm guessing how they got away <laughs> from it. So that the angle was that like, hey, need a bot for your chat? Like we can. So it's like labeled as a bot. Fake viewers and more. Yeah, more of like evolution in bots. A chat aggregator, you know, like let's make it interesting. So that was that was a. That's still weird. weird. You know, like though, if somebody goes like, I would like to use that for a bunch of people to to pretend to be like they're like a a viewer chatting, they'd be like, okay, but maybe maybe don't say that. (laughs) They're not going to say no. Someone's using their product. You know what I mean? Like that's weird. Yeah, that's I uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. But yeah, they didn't. They didn't have much of a like a indie game presence. All the stuff that I checked out that was there, which was a few things. I wasn't too busy. I usually go into cons now with like a few appointments, and then I leave a lot of space open. Just that gets naturally filled up by way of it being a con and who's there and who you meet and run into. But um, yeah, I would like to see more of that because that's always really cool for for at least from a creator standpoint, and I'm sure from a viewer and or just regular con goer that likes games to be able to stumble upon and wander through an area from people that will actually interact and, and are actually pretty desperate, you know, in a lot of cases to have people check out their game and, and word of mouth is everything for, for devs like that. So yeah, I don't know if it's because it was just priced out because it was too expensive. I would imagine that was the case, but you'd hope in future years, at least if they, you know, San Diego, wherever it might be, they'll take hopefully this feedback on board and try to create a space for, for indies. Um, I'd have to think it was some sort of thing like that where it's like a business decision either where it was too expensive for the indies to get a booth and Twitch didn't carve out a space in the same way that they did for like the, um, 
like artist alley or something like that. They certainly had the space on the floor to do it, like and shuffle some things around, which has me kind of going like, you know, and then you you walk around and I saw there was like, again, you know, you got your sponsors and you got people that want to have a presence there. There was a Chevron booth. (laughs) Yeah, I saw a Chevron booth. and there, was a, there was another Which one was giving too. out like shell things yeah like something with a shell logo it was, on it that it was, was a little weird. weird like really like propaganda and you know that you know that esports show is like you mother like we get we get stuff thrown on us out here and you're like over there like promoting. yeah <laughs> get gassed up for your con i did see a bunch oh, of uh creators also doing some sponsored stuff so if anything they brought like crater sponsored gigs they oh, did. Yeah. no no no. that's how i found out about it i was literally i can't yep. remember who it was i'm not saving face for her anybody's name or whatever yeah. like i was like oh yeah i haven't seen such and such and they were like oh yeah they're at the chevron booth i'm like the, the chevron booth <laughs> like, yeah they're streaming for the chevron booth i'm like okay yeah okay, chevron okay okay the right. chevron booth. yeah so uh, you oh. know i don't know if that played um, into it where big gas came in and took it away from the indies <laughs> hopefully, hopefully in that voice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let me tell you something um, about this. The gas con now, right? You're in Vegas, <laughs> baby. Where money talks. <laughs> oh man, they give you coupons now for I'm not targeted by big Tesla. Gas. I know. I was gonna paint's just gonna come out of nowhere on the left side of of Gassy's screen. Just You're cover them in paint. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I will say that I feel that it's very important to mention, um, as this has become more and more popular on Twitch lately, and, I, and again, just if you're considering going to TwitchCon, I think it's important. Um, Artist Alley has been taken over by Anime Breasts. Yes, that's, that's true. Dude, I saw. So if, if, you are a per, if you are a purveyor, um, for that alone, you may want to consider going to TwitchCon. I think the amount, mm-hmm. the amount of boobas and butta. Doesn't it go outside um, of Artist amazing. Alley though? Like, where didn't they have? Oh, it does for sure. But yeah. I mean, it's literally a showcase back there. Okay, I mean, it's it's All just right. like uh, it's it is impressive. I would it's say the only word like, I can think of. I know there's a market there for all of that. And there's plenty of people that love the big boobies and, and all that stuff. That's great. 100%. I would like to see a little more variety. I hope that they like <laughs> consider consider maybe it's a lack of people applying to like do Artist Alley stuff, but it would be nice to have a little bit more variety sprinkled in there as a as a congoer and a potential like uh customer you know <clears throat> have something else there there's pl- trust me there's gonna be anime booba and titties and things like that oh, that yeah. you can buy there <laughs> and that's totally fine that's okay but i'd like to see some so other what, stuff in the artist you want to see like i love some... i love how if you look closely you can see beth with the whip just off screen yeah why well, so, are we talking job, you want to see like said, i said it, well, said it. <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> not the spray bottle <laughs> no, no, but no he i I completely agree with Max. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love anime boobs, love them. But I mean, it really it really was like there are two sides. It was basically a W, and yeah. and so in both sides of the entire W, and literally ninety percent of the yeah. stuff there was lewd anime. Um, and it was great. It was, it was great. But it would have it would have like there's a lot of creative flavor on Twitch. It would have been kind of nice to maybe intersperse it. Maybe they like centralized it and concentrated it, which is why because I just did like one loop. But yeah, whew, there was a there was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. I still wandered through. I always wander through mm-hmm. Artist Alley at least one point because I, I think it's great they do that. And um, there's always something like I bought some about like a Pokemon shirt or something. Uh, I have a Bulbasaur shirt. that's yeah. like an embroidered thing. And it was cool. Cool. Got that. Um, my buddy uh, Junkyard, uh, Junkyard 129, he uh, did some woodwork stuff. He was one of the people that I was kind of like referencing. He partnered up with like another person who I think did like ceramic mugs or something. But anyways, he does like woodwork and stuff on the side. And uh, he did really well. I'd like to see more of that kind of stuff where people have like, hey, this artist does, you know, uh, woodwork or leatherwork or they do paintings or they do, you know, but um, that's my own thing. That was just like my own uh, thing I'd like to see more of. But I really want to see them hopefully 
uh, bring indies back, like and and have a space carved out for them. It might have just been because, too expensive. And yeah. I know that, hundred percent. Yeah, I I think that's probably what was going on. So maybe if it comes back to San Diego and they, it's it's less less expensive, whatever. On the on the word of less expensive, I hope to for the sake of like, and this is coming, I guess, from a perspective of creators that get invited to like these parties and stuff. I can only imagine how expensive some of these parties were having it just in Vegas. Cause one of them like was there and it was really cool and they had like open bar and stuff. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. But the fact that like, even at this party where they're like, they, they can more than enough pay for stuff. I don't know if it was a Vegas thing or whatever, where they're like, no, 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 you can only have open bar for so long. And then it switched over at the bar and they're like $8 bottle of water this big and i was yeah. like jesus christ <laughs> yeah. even for i like i get it's a con i get it's vegas but like holy shit i dollar uh, for a bottle of water if you i want to add me the gears going like how expensive is it for them to throw these parties so here's just a, a medium scale for, I know, for vegas i could talk to how expensive are for a night that's also crazy i heard about that yeah it was yeah. all it yeah. was and also, then gave us all COVID. That's, exactly that was the party gift yeah. he said here we're gonna have the themed zeke drink we're gonna have the themed uh classy katie drink and then give him the covid drink yeah and see <laughs> the reason sure. i know what's that is Jesus. zeke literally called us all into this big room and in front of everybody gave a speech and while he was doing it he stripped oh. so he stripped down all the way to his boxers and i was pretty convinced he was going to go pass that before katie jumped in um but then he then proceeds to put on a onesie of his face the entire oh, onesie, onesie was just zeke faces it was amazing just because and then again in classic zeke fashion we all went out and uh, that's when they were setting up the giant mechanical penis right which was yes the mechanical bull that was a giant penis so it was it was a very zeke party that's a very zeke party. So, i mean that's yeah very very yeah. zeke party it was yeah. uh, really worked out great yeah it was great uh, at a bowling alley yeah. max for the that sounds like the most zeke party i've ever heard it, it's it's very it, i think party, is yeah. it it was is it on barry's twitter where you can see barry writing said oh mechanical oh, yeah. you would like to see barry writing mechanical we can't we, we cannot show that on twitch i'm so not gonna show it yourself yeah, yeah. No, no, you gotta go look not. at that yourself it is it is very <clears throat> realistic i'll tell you this much that man can write a penis i'll tell you this much <laughs> he, he he wrote it well from what i could visually see yeah i i can't foresee that kind of thing happening without extensive practice as as laying low says in chat, that's called the Montana special. Mm, that whole that whole <laughs> situation, yeah. Uh, no, Max, going back to Vegas prices. Uh, my wife was she got like VIP to a party, went to the party, got a tape, got a VIP table at a party just because of who she is at Riot, and she was like, "Oh, I'll just get bottle service." Like they got a, it's probably covered. Nope. And that was twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, for a bottle of Tito's that costs yeah. fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's, that's Vegas a decent markup. That's <laughs> yeah. Vegas right there. It's generally like six oh. seven hundred dollars for bottle service, and this was the twelve hundred dollar bottle service. Yeah. Well, is it twelve hundred dollars or like that's the minimum that you have to hit kind of thing? So you can just get whatever that goes up to the thing, or is it twelve hundred dollars just for that bottle of just of for that tea? bottle and the ice and the glasses that come with it to be brought? Yeah, to your you could table. also get the Tito's yeah. and the the bottled waters, but that's twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah, it's mm. it's crazy. Yeah, so Almond had the exact very, same story: twelve hundred dollars for a forty bottle of Grey Goose. Yeah. That's Vegas. Those are that's how those clubs function. It's so I know exactly what party you're talking about. Yeah, 
yeah. Well, that it was the, the Razor party. Dolce Gabbana uh, offline party. TV. Listen, yep. yeah. I was happy to to get an invite to it, but apparently so was half of Vegas uh, to, to get an invite to it. <laughs> yeah. You go up and you got a QR code. Like I responded, you know, responsibly. I'm excited to, you know, hello, I have a QR code. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's general admission. Get the I'm like, OK, yeah, there All was right. uh, have a good night, sir. And then my we went around the corner and found a place that was it was much better. My understanding, there, there was three levels of VIP. And then general yeah. admission. <laughs> So like VIP like bronze, silver, gold. Yeah, or like, like if you if you were given oh an invite, that was general admission. If you were given a VIP invite, that was like the yeah. first tier, which means there was still a line, and that line took an hour or so to get through. And if it you was were a long given, line regardless, yeah. yeah. If you're given you were given like, like VIP, sure VIP, yeah. you actually just got walked in, uh, and and like got your got sat at your table and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, me, me and my crew definitely um, did not go to that party. Yeah, yeah. We were also you saw us. Back. You saw us. I did. Oh, oh, that was that. That was after. There you go. Yeah, we that actually we met yeah, up with Gassy and Burke and that whole team, and we hung out there for that. Was, that was great. That was so. That was we so just, much. It was way better than being like yeah, in a, in oh, a giant like club. You know, can't hear anything. Atmosphere. Yep. We just went around I mean, the corner and there was like a little cocktail lounge and they had like people dancing and music playing, but you could still hear each other talk. We just got a table there and we're like, this is a thousand times better. So. And we, we literally, like me, me and my group came in, like a, a lot of them stayed behind, I think hung out with you guys. We were there for like, uh, like half an hour maybe. And then literally five steps out of that place and you're just on the casino floor. Yeah. And that's just, like, hang out, do that. what you wanted there. And, and yeah, it was, it was, that was, that was pretty chill. That was pretty chill. So. Yeah. That's the one nice thing about Vegas is kind of like, there's, there's stuff happening everywhere, which is kind of nice, but yeah. at the same time, that's the double-edged sword. Cause there's stuff happening everywhere. <laughs> there's really no place stuff isn't happening yeah especially yeah. like late at night so it's like it's cool because you always have a place to go but then the second you're done you're done yeah the, you are done. the only thing that i will say in positive about like the razor dolce gabbana uh party thing was anytime it's a scenario like that at a con where it's kind of just really a clusterfuck uh <laughs> and there's so many people is just the people watching of everyone showing up and just going through the motions of like you see all the different like the egos present i'm like well I should be. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I know it's 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 shit here. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and I'm sure some of those people, you know, maybe they got their way and they pushed forward. They talked to such and such and got in and stuff. But to me, it's always like the um, the reward versus like what is worth me staying here and trying to go talk to the bouncer and talk to to whoever. Oh, you know what I mean, dude? Vegas. I much rather just go somewhere too. else. You know? Yeah. Like they, I I have no. I have no uh, misconceptions of like, I'm not like some crazy, massive, massive person where I need to be led in that party. But it's also me asking myself, like, do I want to be in that party? <laughs> yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Well said. Well said. <laughs> Having uh, to get an invite. But yeah. man, that was, uh, it was good for the people watching at the very least. And then we went, you know, the little cocktail lounge that was around the way. Sounds like the way to go. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, it's the kind of thing where if, if you, if you really want to be in that environment, you're going to have a good time in that environment. There were a lot of people yeah. that talked about loving sure. that party. There were a lot of yeah, like, yeah. you know, the, the, yeah, they, they had a fantastic time. It's like more power to them, dude. You know, like that's, it, mm -hmm. it was, it, it's a certain type of party. It's certain type of people will absolutely love more power to. Them. Yeah. 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 That's the other side of the coin of like me talking. It was like, that's not my speed anyways, more so nowadays. Yeah. Like I've done 100%. that when I was younger and, and, and I've had my fill of that. I've never liked well, the club in general, but like the only way I even was in a club was just by way of gaming nerdy parties where they, they happen to run out a club. You know what I mean? Max, what's, what's that thing that we don't have anymore? Uh, uh, energy. 
We don't uh-huh. have energy for that uh-huh. anymore. <laughs> I mean, you have it's it's almost like uh, like swimming. Like you have to tread water at those events. You have to maintain <laughs> this certain level of energy the whole time to like you know be willing to scream at the person one foot from your face for yeah. the whole evening because that's the only way yeah. they're going to hear you. Like that takes yeah. energy, man. <laughs> I think that so that that razor party started at eleven p.m. and I think it went till I got a text at five a.m. That said, I'm leaving. Uh, the, the party's finally like winding down, so I think it went pretty late, which is pretty standard. That's a wow. standard thing for yeah. yeah I mean, it's Vegas, Vegas too, club, right? Yeah. Also, that mm. was the party of the con. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. that was the big party outside of the yeah. Twitch public party. What is the Twitch? Actually, amazing. What's the Twitch? They did a public party. Is that the, so it's they like did a partner con- party, that the and then that was to Area whatever? 15. Area 15. That so place is cool. They, they had the partner party on on the first night or second Thursday, night. and then the night after that, they had the public party where you did not have to be a partner to go to it. Oh, and they had it at this place called Area Fifteen, and honestly, it almost beat the partner party. It was amazing. Area Fifteen is basically like an adult playground, and I don't mean that in the sexual sense. I mean like it's <laughs> entertainment for older people. Yeah. So like you walk in and there's like people on zip lines over you. There's like ax throwing over there. There's virtual golf there. There's an arcade there. There's two stages in the back for there's like bars. There was this whole ARG shopping mart and you walk in the Omega mart, Omega mart, walk into this place and it's like all these weird items, but then you start noticing weird stuff and people start handing you cards. And then all of a sudden you're opening like a, a fridge and it's a path into like some kind of weird trippy room with all sorts of weird lighting. And it just gets more, you could, you could spend five hours just in the Omega mart. Hmm. Place yeah, I was, I so yeah. I didn't go to that party because one, I wasn't sure what the the Twitch like paid like hey party ticket was going to be because in the past it's been kind of hit and miss so I I just skipped it. But yeah. I'm glad that I was at Area 15 literally the day before for a different party that had rented out like Omega Mart and so we got like dinner in the place so I got to see the lay of the land with a lot less people. Um, you know what I'm upset about Omega Mart though? I realized way too late that the phones that they had there with the extensions, you can call any of those extensions in the the whole place and if i knew that earlier there's an area where you can have like they have like cameras that can observe different spots i would have taken down these numbers and just mess with people coming through the whole time that would have been my i was able to get one of our friends they didn't realize i called one of the phones while we were kind of like i was across the way and i was just like playing along as if i was some pre-recorded thing and then i told him to look at me and find the man with the cup or whatever <laughs> I would that, that would have been me all night nice. if i knew that Oh, that is so cool. It was very cool. That is so cool. So Vegas has cool attractions, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. That's they do. Yeah. That's one thing. More importantly, more importantly, Twitch took advantage of it, which was cool. That was nice to see. Like yeah. they actually like I yeah. I'd never really heard I I funny enough, I had seen Omega Mart on, on TikTok. I yeah. had no idea what it was. And then like I'm yeah. standing in line for it and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like I think I know what this place is. And just, you know, it all kind of yeah. like that was that was pretty well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would hope they do more of that kind of stuff where it's like mm-hmm. a little more creative, cool environments that's uh, fun for people to just kind of explore in and then talk amongst themselves or whatever. Um, Bingo. Yeah. The Meow Wolf stuff. That's the people. They, apparently, that's like just a dude who had a bunch of money, just paid a bunch of artists in a bunch of different regions of this. I think at least the, the nation to set up stuff like that, like artist installations that were like creative. And that's one of them. The Omega Mart. And they have like other ones cool. throughout. People can correct me if they're wrong, but I, I think that's what it is um super cool that was my first time being to any of that kind of stuff for the from meow wolf yeah and man 
the the people that work there too are great they're having a great time oh yeah like uh oh yeah we rode the elevator and not to spend too much time here but we rode the elevator uh to get up to the next floor and it's one of those double-sided elevators and clearly the other side opens up to like their office now whether or not it's a functioning office i'm sure it's probably a little bit both but it's definitely themed out to look like the theme there is like there's this big kind of big corporation sort of thing in the background that runs this omega mart and whatever and as we were going the other elevator opened and we thought it was like where we were supposed to go it's an office and you see people like in their lab coats and, and gloves and one of them has their head that's like a flower and stuff like clearly an experimentation that's gone wrong like they're oh. about, and they're just kind of like hey and some <laughs> staff is coming in to i think actually functionally ride the elevator to where she needs to go she's like oh yeah don't worry about that don't worry about that i'm like what is, that looks cool and you just see the uh, the, the people like going like hey <laughs> like don't worry about that that's fine no no no. you don't want to see what's back there you don't want to see what's back there that's like, cool but it part. looks cool yeah yeah that stuff sounds fun yeah. uh well with all that said co you brought up the dan effect uh mm-hmm. dan clancy ceo new ceo yep. was kind of everywhere i saw him Pretty much every IRL stream I watched uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend, he was in some way, shape, or form a part of, whether it was uh, Knut's wedding, where he was the uh, keyboardist who played the music uh, during that entire thing, or any of the that stage shows. <laughs> yeah, any of the stage shows he was a part of. Um, he definitely has the like cool CEO vibe down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like clued yeah. in, uh, CEO vibe down. Um, and it, it, it struck me it, and it was, I can relate to it because he, someone asked him, it might've actually been Canute at his wedding. Who's another streamer. We got married, uh, at, at TwitchCon or rather at in Vegas while at TwitchCon. Um, and he basically asked him like, he said like, it's really cool that you're doing this. Uh, Twitch hasn't had a CEO or they kind of basically straight up said like Emmett sucked at this. Like Emmett didn't do any of this. And Dan was like, well, that's not Emmett. Like Emmett isn't a personable dude. Like he doesn't, he's not outgoing. He's an engineer. And I agreed with that. And then he goes uh, back in the day, this is like 2017, 2016. We, there was someone named Kevin Lynn who worked at Twitch. Mm -hmm. He was one of the originators of Twitch and Kevin Lynn did what I'm doing now. And he totally did because he was on this fucking show doing exactly what Dan's doing right now. Uh, And he said that got stopped in 2017 and our communication and PR went a different route. And so it just hasn't existed. And we've been way too like restrictive in everything that we've been doing. And that's where it like really resonated with me because he is a hundred percent correct where he came on our show at, at TwitchCon funny enough in 2017. And after that show, Twitch was like, yeah, he's never, he said some stuff that he wasn't supposed to say, and we're just going to not, unfortunately, he's not going to be allowed to come on the show anymore. And that was that. And that was like 2017. And I think if you look 2017 to like 2022 ish pre Dan Clancy at Twitch, they didn't have anyone like that. And it's very true. You killed it. You yes, killed it with the show. Is, is yes, that, that <laughs> drop frames. You're looking that for completely. that point, that jump off point, that singularity. Maybe. And it was you on this show. I like how us. the guy that brought COVID to TwitchCon is trying to take the spotlight <laughs> That's off. That's true. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Fuck you, you the Max. play. You Max. got everyone. Come sick. on, man. Nice try. Nice try. No, no. I mean, you could have been absolutely right. But no, what's what's super cool is not only you're absolutely right, but the the thing that makes Dan such a perfect fit is like Dan has the CEO background. He's got all the business savvy that you need. He's also got a theater background. Oh, so I, I mean, this is that, a guy, yeah. this is a guy that is not only 
just a good dude, but he's great in front of people. He knows the ins and outs of the companies he works with. And like, again, he's a, he's exactly what Twitch needs right now, which is essentially like a DJ wheat style character, but for the company as a whole, DJ wheat was amazing. And he will always go down as one of the the best faces of Twitch we've ever had. I was going to mention DJ wheat. Oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm glad (laughs) you mentioned him. Sorry yeah. to, to no, interject. No, 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 DJ no Wink did a, a bunch of like that other stuff that we were talking about, just being a face of Twitch is what I was yes. saying. And when they lost that, that was also a part of this. Yes. And, but the, the interesting thing with DJ Weed is there's kind of, there's kind of two parts of Twitch. There's Twitch, the company, and there are the creators on Twitch. And DJ Wheat was the face of the creators on Twitch. He was the definition of bleed purple. He, his entire perspective at Twitch was fighting for creators. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but that's not the direction Twitch went. As we all know, like we, that's, this is the last five years that we've been talking about. Like Twitch didn't really go in that direction. Yeah. And now DJ Clancy has come in and he is like kind of what DJ wheat was, but with the Twitch focus. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because to be blunt, that's what Twitch needs right now. They need a spokesman that can speak well, that can enunciate, that can go out into the community and become a part of it. And it's really freaking working. They did. Yeah. They like, I, I literally cannot think of a better person they could have hired for that position. Yeah. Yeah. Now we, we have no idea internally and at the DJ company, Clancy. <laughs> there you go. DJ Clancy, there you go. Yeah. We have no idea internally and at the company, like, you know, how that's going. Uh, I, I have not yeah. spoken to any, uh, Twitch employees to be like, yeah, how is Dan as CEO? Um, but externally I a hundred percent agree with co like it, it, he is what he's saying all the right things and he's doing all the right things. Uh, and the keynote, I did either of you watch the keynote. Did you have a chance to check it out? Uh, I was happening while out yeah, doing stuff. One of the, the, like it was one of the oddest things that I never actually realized. I kind of wanted to hear from Twitch from a company that, you know, we've all been streaming on for almost a decade, if not more than a decade for a lot of us. Uh, was this like, fuck yeah, we're Twitch. And that entire keynote, when Dan came out, there was this like aggressive stance of like, yeah, fuck it. You can stream on every platform because we know we're the best. Here you go. Yeah. You can now simulcast on everything. And you know why? Because we're the best at community. And that's what drives Twitch. Have fun. And And that was across the board. A significant difference between arrogance and confident. Yes, 100%. And that, I think, is one of the big things that, that Clancy yeah. did well. Because I saw clips from that. And that's I, it's one thing to be <clears> excited <throat> about what you are and be confident in what you are. It's another to be like middle finger to you guys, you know, we're the big fish. Yeah. Deal with it. Totally. So right. that, that was a, a definitely a good a good angle that was felt by many people. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and and I think keynote's worth watching, uh, especially if you're a streamer. That, that, like, you yeah, can, I, I can want to watch it. Get back. that feeling. Uh, for sure when when dan was talking i want to say too like obviously dan didn't come into this role from my memory of him coming in too is just like he wasn't like this when he first came in so maybe it's i'm hoping it's a layers of the onion of dan the person that that had been peeled back and twitch then internally and like you know from a corporate strategy or like this makes sense for us to do go be yourself within these parameters and and that works lean into it exactly like i'm hoping that's what it is the other side of my brain says okay hopefully it's not you know something that that they're just trying to do to have the optics be better because they recognize that that twitch 
has had a problem communicating all that. Either way, I'm not complaining. It's doing good stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just, that's the book I, I have to, yeah, no, that, that's, that's the key. No, I'm not complaining. I don't want this to be, it's just, it's hard for me when you've only had this for like now the last year or so after such many years of not having it. You know what I mean? It's just the flip side of my brain and where I can't really completely turn off a little bit of the skepticism and cynicism. That said, Dan was everywhere. He was, he was doing everything. Like, I don't, I don't have the stamina to do what he was doing at that con. So all the, the credit and respect to him for, for doing that and taking that on, whether it be, you know, uh, because it's what he wants to do or because it's what they decide is tactically smart or a bit of both. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying is uh, I'm having that something is happening, that we're having cool announcements, that, that you get this feeling, JP, and are able to jump on this show and say, this is something I haven't seen in a while from a keynote and, and from, from top brass at Twitch, people who actually can make a, a decision and change things say yep. and do so that's all i wanted to say i'm not trying to come off and be like but what what is really happening at twitch <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> well it's okay to not to not give the counterpoint look of, in the past i've had super no idea glad. Yeah. i'm super glad you said something because what you said is is exactly the process i went through as well with dan where it's like mm. is this all just some kind of obfuscation is this some kind of trick yeah. is this just a, another mm. pr move that happened pivot? on this very show I, yeah, we've talked about that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it's interesting because like after this TwitchCon, just like Gassi was talking about, like I've came, come to the conclusion where it's like, you know what? Even if it is, it still feels good. Like yeah. it, even even if this is like a big PR pivot and it's and it's purely to make Twitch look better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's working. Yeah. Yeah. It's working. And it's like That's at thing, that point, yeah. you just like don't look a gift horse in the mouth kind of thing. Like it's just yeah. like, cool. You know, it, if it's working, if it's good, if this is maybe this is just the pivot you needed to do, uh, you clearly found the guy yeah. to do it. Like, the like ride this wave, man. <laughs> let's ride this for as yeah. many years Even, as we can because it's been kind of rough the last few years. Like, let's yeah. turn the train around a little bit. It's yeah. still having an effect of good across the board mm -hmm. in, a, in a lot of exactly. different ways. And, and this, yeah. doesn't, this doesn't mean that Twitch all of a sudden just doesn't have problems that it needs to fix or whatever. Uh, and we've all just drank in the Kool-Aid because like, wow, this is great. But it's it's good to see a positive change after so much negative and silence and and just being disconnected from what is supposed to be the biggest thing at Twitch or was in the years past, you know, from, yeah. from its origin and growing forward and helped it grow to what it is, is community. Having this sense of like, this is more than just a place where I click live and whatever, you know, that was always the special thing with Twitch. Of course, there's the business side of it and and, and all the, the other stuff in Minutia, but the thing that always drove Twitch for me and for a lot of us that grew on the platform from the very beginning days was this sense of community. This is something special. And so you take care of that thing that's special. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to do that. I understand too, well with like corporate growth and numbers. And you got and Amazon, Amazon looming over you. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like Amazon just like looming over you like a spider, like make this part do better. Make this part do better. Exactly. <laughs> like, more money. But no, it's, it's hard great enough either. even when you don't have something like Amazon in the mix, right? I'm sure. And, and so, the, so the, like, like you've just said, too, I, that's the conclusion I've come to. And even if it's not 100% genuine and it's coming from a place of, like, maybe some tactics and, like, let's use this strategy, it's working and it's having a positive change. So as long as hopefully they keep that going and there's stuff to back it up. My biggest thing that I, I said at any of these roundtables to, to Dan and Mike and all these other C-level executives is, like, I have no reason... To believe anything you're saying this is early and then i would echo it you know as, as we had more and more i have no reason to believe anything you're saying is actually going to happen it's good to have this these words and and have all the words nice words saying that you're listening and stuff but until the you actually make words. active change 
Exactly. Until you make actual actionable change that we see that is palpable, there's no reason for me to to trust you. I would love to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, and I'm hoping now that we're actually seeing this stuff manifest. Things like being able to tweet, uh, stream across multi uh, platforms and hopefully more of that kind of thing where it's something like good. This thing is good. <laughs> more of that, please. You know, yep. um, so I'm giving them credit for that and I'm hoping that it sustains and continues to go forward. Yep. Uh, we can kind of go through some of the stuff that was announced real quick at the keynote. Uh, stories went live on Twitch. I think all of us, uh, co have you, I know me and Max are using it. And I have I have thoughts on it. Have you used stories at all? Are you utilizing um, them? I think like once or twice I like put a clip up there to see how it would do, and it did like eight X the views that was on the clip. So I mean clearly people were looking at it. Yeah. Um I'm still kind of trying to figure out what I'm gonna do and how I'm gonna use them. Same. Uh we may we may do some automation at some point. We're kind of looking at different there's not really a, a verbose API. So um I think that it's a it's a it's a cool way for discovery. I will say that I I have seen more and more like mid and 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 growing creators that are using it. I'll see them pop up at the top of my follow list, and then I'll and you know I'll just happen to notice that it you know maybe I'll click on it when I see it go live like a thousand. I'll click on it later. It's like twenty five thousand views, yeah. and it's like to have that kind of tool available for them is pretty awesome. Um, it's this is a, the exact kind of tool though that needs to go mainstream to work. Like it needs yeah. to be in implementation and being used for like months to years to like it needs to become part of the culture. So, and I hate sounding like a broken record on this, but it's like we'll have to see if Twitch sticks with it. <laughs> you know? So it's like unfortunately Twitch's um as as most people know, Twitch's track record with they they tend to come up with something interesting or cool, but it really needs long-term support to become part of the culture. And they just stopped developing it. And we kind of see that over and over and over. So I think stories is interesting. Yeah. I think I'm I'm almost a little gun shy leaning into it, knowing the track record. I don't really want to start like really getting involved in it and really start getting to use it and then just have them kind of taper off like most Twitch stuff. Um, but it's cool. And I mean, there it's, you know, it's interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think me and Max have been using it for the same use case so far. Uh, and yeah. I don't, I don't think that's how Twitch intended for it to be used. The use case that, that we're using it for is taking a clip that's being like, hey, today we're going to do blah, blah, blah. Come on, join the stream. And that's that's that. And like the fact that it persists for 48 hours after that and it shows that before the more recent one, it's yeah. kind of pointless. But I have had a bunch of people join the stream and be like, hey, I got I came here from your story that you posted. So it's. Yeah. It's definitely getting in front of people that it hasn't been in front of or or aren't getting notifications that the stream's going live, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and it from their like post, it it seems like they're wanting it to exist as a way for streamers to talk to their audience when they're not streaming. To be like, hey, I'm having a cheeseburger. Here's a photo of a cheeseburger type yeah, deal. Yeah, but the, the- so my biggest, my biggest immediate knee-jerk criticism of it was, and I don't know if it was intentional or if it just wasn't ready, like the fact that you can't record any video at all. It has to be a uh, clip. Other than just a clip. To it, yeah. it has to be a clip. So in order to even just do what we just said, you have to like be on stream, be like, hey, guys, we're live, blah, 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 blah. And then go like clip. Okay. Yep. Let me, let me get this. Okay. Now let me put this as a clip. Okay, I'll just put the title as we're live. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then go into the app and then go recent clip select that like why wouldn't you just let me hit record on there i mean i guess that's cool that i can do the other thing i don't want to get that's rid of that other soon. thing because that's neat yeah 
But, yeah, I would imagine it's coming. I just wonder if it was an intentional choice initially. Uh, it, it, it's strange, too, because if you're about to go to a con and you know you're about to release that as you're going to the con, you think it might be a priority to allow people to share the moments as it's happening at the con. Just even just as full advertisement of what it's like on the ground floor yeah. at TwitchCon. Um, I don't know. Um, I would, I'm certain if they haven't already talked about it, that's coming. Yep. Um, I would use that more for, for that kind of a thing. Um, yeah, they're going to add uh, ability to upload uh, film short videos, tag other streamers, add links, GIFs, and polls. Uh, I will say, if so. they give the shorts program a, thir- a quarter of the resources Guest Star got, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with as much Actually, Co, it's and not called, please be on brand. It's no longer called Guest Star. You saw that, right? No, they renamed no. it. Uh, that was part of the keynote. What did they rename it to? Oh. It's called Stream, oh, stream together. together. That's now the name Let's of it. Let's talk about... So wait a second. I thought that if was it's called different. Stream Together, what do you call when two streamers are just streaming together without using... Oh, they're just streaming together without capitalization on Stream Together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duh. Who okayed this? <laughs> really? It's, yeah. That's really it. It's no it's, longer. It's right here. Yeah, we've together. adjusted our focus with guest star to prioritize streamer to streamer collaboration because of this Man. change. We're now calling guest star stream together. You know, you know what vibes that has. That has Mark Zuckerberg calling it meta vibes. That's what that is. <laughs> Where they're just like, let's just take something that exists and we'll just make it ours without anyone's permission. Like that? No, come on. Man. It's a little strange. Uh, that being said, it's getting used a lot uh, among is at it? least amongst like certain spheres i guess of of twitch um dan was doing dan things and popping around on on stream together streams the other day and like just impromptu uh like podcasts were starting on uh like s fans channel um where he people would just pop in from the chat as long as they were like a partnered streamer and he'd click okay and then the overlay just loads into obs and it's like a, a very twitch sterile graphic presented podcast where people just join mm. immediately um and that's kind of cool. cool uh it's 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 fun to see that i don't know if that's going to be a thing that like everyone's going to utilize i, I think you have to be kind of um somewhat of an extrovert to just be like i'm gonna go join a stream with ten thousand viewers to talk yeah like I wouldn't fucking I fuck that. <laughs> that's terrifying. I don't want to go on there and say the wrong thing. Uh, that that would, that's a nightmare. Um, but I, the fact that it exists is cool. Um, it says in the in the blog post you can configure guest layouts to, for stream together with either a full screen grid uh, or like a film strip mode, so it's on the side. So if you have like a main focus of a game type deal. Um, there's also stream together where it's audio mode. So you can just have people join your stream via audio only, which I guess is a way for them to kick like discord out of the whole ecosystem. So you're just using stream together where it's all kind of in the same ecosystem. And it's, it's got like, Hey, we're streaming right now with guys, Mexican code and MJP all in the same stream. And you can click all the stuff on the stream and, and find all of their things easy on Twitch all in one one place instead of like, oh yeah, let me set up a Discord call or let me set up a VMX call, that type of stuff. Is it going to be the type of thing that, that works? So I don't know. Can you use can you use your own graphics yet? That I don't know. Let's see here. I guess if, it'd be if no, you 
right. you probably not. I think Gassy's right. If you could use your own graphics, are is this product moving in a direction that as somebody who uses a lot of stuff like this, JP, like is there is there even an inkling in your eye yet of like, yeah, I might use this one day? Uh not not until I can put graphics on it. Um if, yeah. let's assume you could. Potentially. I mean it, it it depends what the benefits are for having everything on Twitch. Like yeah. they talked about how one of the things is um shared viewership to reflect the combined viewership of everyone streaming together. So instead of like for drop frames, for example, it's usually like a, I don't know the number 60, 20, 20 between me, Co, Zeke, uh, when we're streaming the show, but if it's shared viewership, then we all have all of our viewership combined for our metrics, I guess is how I'm they're curious about that. that and how yeah, that that's works too. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I heard I, about the, that. The, the working there would, I guess, be that just everyone benefits. I guess. Like, I, can't, I can't, like, sure, some would benefit more than others, but technically everyone benefits to some degree. Yeah. So it's not like anyone, it's not like someone would be getting less. Right. right? So, I mean. So that's a cool that thing. Be... And then they brought up the, the like, the way I look at it is kind of the golden goose, right? They're going to have the option to merge chats from all the streams that are collaborating. And they have to figure out how to do that. And he was very frank with, like, that's kind of really hard to do. Add, I yeah, and I and I really hope that they weren't they wouldn't maybe combine them, maybe add a new one. Because I mean, some people are yeah. always going to want to stay in their home chats, but I think some people would definitely want to migrate to the big group chat. Yeah, especially if like us three were only monitoring the big group chat. Right, it's a much more communal, cohesive thing. But at the same time, you don't want to like take people's chats from them. Yeah, know? it has to be <laughs> an additive are, thing. It has That's to be a... an additive thing. Exactly right. But yeah. I think yeah. having an added, I think anytime you do one of these. Or to spawn a chat, kind of like whenever you have a Discord call, it just makes a little chat room for right. that call. Like mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome. And then in that chat room, like everyone's follow and emotes and sub emotes would be for like the channel they're coming from, or where you know, like yeah. yeah that, there's a lot of cool things they could do with that. That'd be there's the best use really case cool for it, I think. Yeah, I don't think people, myself included, would like having all of a sudden just your chat, your home base that you're maybe just wanting to be in ripped away <laughs> because. Yeah. Streamer has enabled stream together mode, and and now that's no longer an option, right? Yep. yep. Um, from what I've heard, functionality wise, from people that have used it though, like Gascar, I know, I know it was like shoved down a lot of people's throats, and they're promoting it heavily. There's good functionality there, and even Barry mentioning, I didn't know this, that you can grab individual sources from. Yeah, I was about to show and kind of plug them in. So that's neat. I, I, I'm wondering if that how new that is, or if that's something that came with the announcements of of rebranding it to stream together or whatever. It's but I mean, that's it's, cool. This right here, individual browser sources. So we just kick the idea. That's an interesting. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, stop using there VMix and instead I just like do this. But I, I guess that would mean that you guys go live. The workflow there in my head is like you, you guys would, would go, go live and we would connect to you. Oh, wait, do we have to be live? You have to be live as well because it takes your stream feed and feeds it into oh. the show. Oh, oh! The guests don't need to be live. Oh, I'm sorry. Barry says okay. the yeah. guests don't need to be live. Oh wait, no, of course not, because because people can join the shows that are going that are ongoing, and they don't need to be live on their own channel for that. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, huh? I guess there could exist this show where I would just take the browser sources that are there from the Twitch backend and plug them in. It's almost like you need some kind of like 
push to give it a try, like maybe from the company that makes it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah, I really need words uh, out of here, like financial uh, push. Uh, of yeah, some kind. it's true. It's true. <laughs> or, or like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things they could do, but no, it's cool. Yeah. It, it's great. I will say this. I will say this. Regardless, even if we don't end up using it, regardless of if we use it, period. It's nice to finally see Twitch be like, you know what? We're making something. We're sticking with it. And we're just going to keep developing it until it's something cool. Yep. I mean, from yeah. what it started as to what it is now is like two different products. So credit yeah. to them. Like that's another one of those refreshing changes to see where it's like, sure, we may not use it. But this this is very like seeing this makes me just a little bit more excited for the story stuff. Maybe they'll stick with that too, right? Maybe we'll see that turn into something awesome that we're all using regularly. Yeah. Um, from, you know, that's, yeah. From everyone that, that I have, that I talked to, they've all said that like guest star was a very big push from Dan internally. And I, you know, yeah, for better or worse, like he's keeping the product updated. He's changing things. If you're going to keep the, whole the product and name. push it. Yeah. At least it's being supported and there's some cool stuff like, like, to reiterate, literally what just Code just said, like that's what you want to see rather than just historically Twitch axing yep. the product and being like, well, that failed, you know? Yeah. I'm still, I don't know if you guys feel, I liked Chance. I thought that was neat. <laughs> I know yeah, that, there's, there's a lot of like Chance that are all just but, like uh, the same thing. Well, I don't too. even know if a lot of people didn't like Chance. What did you guys feel about Chance? Did you use it at all? It might have been a nothing product. Oh, I got I used it in the sense to get I people. Can't... I thought you were talking about soda popping, and I'm like, what? Are you doing? <laughs> no, chance with the TS. Yeah, chance. Use I don't. What is, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. we ever got access to it on our channel, to be honest. I don't even like know what chance is, dude. What is yeah, it? We use it all the time. It was like a thing where um, you could get the chat to like just click, and they would like reiterate whatever this oh, chant was. Like if like a mod chance. started a thing. Yeah. 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 So there were a I'm lot sorry. of interesting like cases for it just to get the chat involved rather than just having to type a bunch of stuff. They could click this thing and then all of a sudden this like thing's happening in chat. But uh, I don't know. Some of my mods are, are salty about it. I still thought it was neat. But it's an example of something that they brought up, they use, and they were like, rather than reworking this or trying to figure out maybe a better way. I don't even know what their uh, reasoning were was for it. It didn't make sense if I remember correctly. Where I was like, I doesn't make sense. What like, I, heard, just, I think you just wanted to go about- away. Well, yeah, from what I heard about Chance, there was a lot of mixed reception because some people love participating, mm. but if you didn't like participating, then it literally ruined your chat experience. Yeah. So mm. it was this thing where it was it was making some people happy, but it was actively making other people unhappy. So, I mean, when you're looking yeah. for features, obviously you want to put towards stuff where if it's going to make some happy, at least it's not going to piss other people off. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a nice little balance there. So I'm, I, I remember hearing, because I, I don't remember if we got asked about it or something, but I remember when we were talking about it publicly, it was kind of like, I don't know if we'd ever want to use this. That encourages spam where some people may not want it. And yeah. that's like, that's a very, that's not good for those people. You know, like it's a, it's a yeah, but then there's, there's good, there's good use cases for being able to, for the flip side of that. Like I said, like if people who don't who want to be involved, but don't want to type or can't type, you know, whatever, like can, True. can click something and be part of like a thing that happens. So again, and I guess all- it just comes back to re- rather than reworking it and be like, hmm, let's take another look at that. They were just like, so well for instance it's good it's all the same message right so they could have just made it so you could turn off chance on your side if you didn't want to exactly see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah if you didn't want to see it yeah, yeah exactly the uh two years ago there's a tweet from twitch support uh that got linked to me it says uh we will turn off chance while this feature was popular we observed negative impacts to minutes watched for significant groups of creators experiments help us test new ideas in real time 
decide what to build next. Thanks for sharing your feedback with us. So I guess the minutes watched is probably like their most important analytical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not thing. saying it is like a bring back chance. Yeah. It'll never happen. Like I'm just saying as, as an example of a product that came up rather than reworking and, and taking a look at it, just getting rid of it. That's kind of yeah. just been I want, what, what Twitch I, has done for a lot of things. Give you me, know. give me hosting back. I hate the yeah, idea that I can't I like that fucking too. host yeah. a giant stream and have you my know, small little chat. <laughs> Stupid. That, <laughs> that that came up um, when I was having dinner with Dan a, a while back about yeah. hosting, and and he said there was just there was far 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 too much confusion. No matter how much you would oh, tell people between no a host how and raid. you did it, there was just, or just people coming into a stream and not realizing it's the streamer, oh, and the amount okay. of complaints like that Twitch would get from people that were like, I I donated to this guy but i then later learned that it wasn't real and i didn't know that and then twitch gets put in this weird position and huh. it's like, apparently it was a huge back-end issue yeah weird okay <laughs> so so they got rid of it because people are stupid essentially. <laughs> well it all comes down to like ui i don't i don't want to blow your mind gassy <laughs> the amount of things that get stopped because people are stupid <laughs> this thing's entire normal. companies entire uh, corporations go true. under because people are pretty dumb uh, yeah. so Especially gets it like, yeah. and, and Twitch, Twitch is even more susceptible because like literally Twitch is all the people that use it and talk and participate on the platform. The, literally the customer is Twitch yeah. at the end of the day. So if they're having major issues like that, you know, Twitch has to, at that point, gank systems like they did. So, yeah. 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 Uh, they also announced some more, this, we use, I think all three of us use different uh, custom animation alert things, but they're continuing to push Twitch alerts, which I think is great. Uh, the fact that that's all in house and it's it's for newer uh, folks to the platform and, and folks that want to start streaming, it's built in. That's fantastic. That's good. Um, yeah, they're also going to have alerts for third party enabled interactions like tipping, uh, more control and insights for ads. The chat countdown will be visible to moderators now. Um, you'll have new insights in the ads manager for all of that. Uh, they're going to do another sub timber, but in December this year, September. Subsimber, oh. I guess. Yeah, I saw. I think Mary Kish was saying that. Um, I don't know if that's, that's the cool. official brand for it, but that's cool. I don't know exactly what they're doing for it, but like that's cool that something is happening when they yeah. when they usually don't for December. Yep. yep. Uh, I think it's like a holiday thing, which is really <laughs> yeah. cool. Then this was a very interesting uh, timed announcement that they are adding doxing and swatting to the list of off-service conduct behaviors that they will enforce against. Uh, so kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, what is it? Sharp sharpshooter <laughs> mink or whatever her name is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's our shooter mink. <laughs> that's a, that's our alt account. That's the alt it is account. now. That's the one still mink. active on YouTube, right? That's the one they're still paying her with. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Uh, this Woo. one's pretty cool. Um, channel level chat warnings. So instead of just like timing out the message, you can anonymously warn chatters uh, for a first time offense. Um, and they're going to use like a, a, I think, three strike warning, or this is part of uh, what they're saying is like a, a three strike warning. Um, kind of an interesting way to go about that. I think if anything, the thing when you time someone out, the first immediate thing that happens is the chatter says, hey, why did you time that out? And so if you can give them a way to like warn them and then say, mm. here is a rule or something like that, rather than just timing them out without any 
sort yeah, that's of also conversation. Then trackable. Yeah. Too, to be like, you were warned. We have record in the back end for mods and stuff to be like, no, I see that this warning is from X mod saying this in the chat log. So more things for mods to point to. So people can't just use that playing dumb. Like, well, I wasn't told. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I just got timed out, yep. et cetera. Yeah. Good, and it's also on the thing. mods too, to do that. Like if you are running your channel and be like, Hey, warn them, let them know what, what you're doing because that's, that should be standard, you know, but this, this system is, is one of those ones that I definitely hope they keep developing Yeah, because it's a really cool concept, but I mean, there's times for instance, that it's not exactly dis disadvantageous. Is that a word? Um, (laughs) but sometimes, sometimes when somebody gets warned, you might want the rest of the chat to see that. Right. Like, because a lot of times that kind of passive osmosis of the rules can kind of help people understand, you know, how that channel functions and how it operates, especially on like big days, if you have an influx of viewers. So it would be interesting if the system like could be used in private, um, you know, for, for, uh, for small things, but then it'd be also kind of nice if you could like make some public. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for both warn and chat and post and chat and also in their whatever, you know, backend thing to warn the the viewer itself. That seems like it would work perfectly. Yep. Tie that into the exactly like like Max just said, tie that into the newer mod tracking system, which they've just spent the last two years kind of laying the groundwork for. Have that all plug in so mods can easily track and see how many warnings somebody's got. So you can easily tell if somebody is like clearly breaking the rules or maybe just doesn't know. Yep. Because obviously that's completely two different things. So yeah, I mean it's it's a it's another good step in the right direction. I really I really hope they make this one long term and really work. It'd be very yep. cool. I agree. Tie this system into Twitch alerts. Have it as an option where we want to make an example out of somebody. <laughs> Visual alert comes up. X username gets banned. His, you know, Twitch chatter head gets beheaded, and in the garbage Boom. it goes. Boom! And now Exciting. your excessive profanity. There oh, that's go. great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh man, there ten you go. Out of dude. Ten. He he literally <laughs> watch watch Twitch's system be based on him. But those who know what I'm talking about, excessive profanity will literally have like a public execution of a chatter where it will like put mm-hmm. what the person said on the stream. And then the chat will vote we or no if the person gets executed. And then if he is, right. the chatter gets his beheaded and banned from chat forever. <laughs> it's like a literal public execution. That's an actual it's, thing. Okay. Wow. It is an actual thing. Um, he, I like he's that. a pioneer. Yeah, he's wow. a pioneer. Well, that's the thing. <clears throat> uh, more updates for Automod with, uh, they're calling it smart detection. Uh, it tailors Automod to your channel by learning from the moderation actions that you and your mods take. Cool. <laughs> That's a cool thing. As long as you don't have like, like jokey mods, though, because then it's real quick. I like people things. in chat being like, "Is what that streamer is doing allowed? Is that okay? <laughs> can you can you do that?" Yeah. And the answer for, is for now. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, it is for now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. This one's a fun one. An update to Twitch embeds. I feel like yep. they should have just been like, "Hey, <laughs> extra life, Cathalian." This is all for you. <laughs> this, yeah. We're going to call this the, yeah, here we go. Uh, Been a long time coming. They're introducing a change to the embed policy to prohibit autoplay when the Twitch stream is not a substantive uh, meet or meaningful component of the page. For sites oh, no, no, no. Do- Chat. Gethalian has been advocating for embedders to be removed. He does not embed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. no. no get, get, yeah, I can Gethalian see the confusion is, there. Yes, many, uh, many yes. people, including myself, have been advocating for this embedding thing to be changed on Twitch's side. Yeah. You can only get so mad at the people doing the embedding, for the record. Yeah, Twitch like, allows yeah, it. Sure, yeah, sure, it's a little scummy, but Twitch allows it. 
And this is the first time we've ever seen Twitch be like, we are changing it. Sorry, JP, didn't mean to interrupt you. There. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad there, if there was confusion, I'm glad there's no longer. There's a good distinction to be made there, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, for sites that do not comply with this policy, we'll disable autoplay for embed starting November 15th. You can find more details in our developer forum. So, yeah, hopefully this uh, helps with that whole thing. Um, I think that, you know, the, the person that comes to mind uh, right off the bat, Fexter Life, but... He's not the only embedder on Twitch. There is a lot of folks that embed. Um, and I yeah. think this, I, I hope this is like the first step to a lot of different things on the platform. Um, I think people that, uh, you know, run VODs uh, during a drop campaign in a, uh, in a game directory and sit at the top of the directory while not even live. I think that's kind of scummy and, and could be looked at. Directory like enforcing. Yeah. Absolutely. There, there's a lot of stuff that could uh, hopefully be enforced and changed and looked at and, and, and help in the long run real quick, because I think it's very, I do it all the time. It's very easy for us to forget that not everyone knows what embedding is. Sure. Um, the big, the big thing about embedding is that embedding is putting Twitch streams in web pages that people are viewing. And almost in all cases, the people viewing those web pages do not even realize that they have a stream open. And then that is adding artificially to the views of that stream in the live directories. And what that does is over years of time, those streams will get organic growth because they are artificially inflating their numbers to the top of directories of hot new games, of gift sub things that yeah. devs are doing, of drop programs, of all these things. And, and the reason that streamers are so frustrated with it, again, we're frustrated at the people who do it because those people are screwing everyone below us. That sucks. But the real issue, the, the heart of the issue is that Twitch has allowed this to go on for actual years. Yeah. So this is, this is the first time that we're seeing from an infrastructure side, Twitch go, okay, we're going to start doing this from a spot perspective, and then we are going to grow that out to a policy perspective at a later date. The issue here also, and it's important that people know this, Twitch uses embedding by itself, and a huge percentage of Twitch esports revolves around embedding. Yeah. So they cannot just go, okay, we're turning off embedding. They can't they can't do that because there's a lot of a lot of back end machinations that have relied on this for almost the entire duration that Twitch has existed. Twitch so it's itself. Not like a, it's not an on off system. Yeah, yeah, Twitch in a lot of ways was like built on embeds, right? Like the Team yeah. Liquid streamer column thing is like probably the majority of my initial views on the platform were from yep. that fucking embed. Uh, so so it, you, yeah. streamers can, can get frustrated and call out specific streams and be like, you're embedding that sucks, but you always need to keep in mind that yeah, it kind of sucks. Those people are being kind of scummy, but they're only being able to do that because Twitch has allowed it. And yeah. Just, you know, don't, don't also too, I try mean, to crucify people over it when they're technically acting in the rules. Yeah. In a world too, like when you're, you know, uh, sponsors and, and publishers and people in PR firms that are working to, to hand out like, activations and stuff that's based off of a ccv like your viewership and that becomes very very important especially when those firms and stuff are just their financial department just looks at the raw numbers they're not going to look at see where these numbers are coming from so people literally can just get a bigger paycheck for sponsored stuff by just going now i have these numbers you know what i mean like that sucks for the rest of us that aren't doing that (laughs) like and there's a there's also a lot of pr companies that are very unhappy that twitch allows that because it totally skews their metrics and that's like a, becoming that's a little a more wise to it as well. I mean, like, well, okay. Yep. Cause again, then it has a harmful effect of like, well, these people are hiring everybody else that's not doing embeds and stuff. 
they yeah. start to become more wary about just Twitch numbers in general. Like how many of these people are actually even there? Is this a good yep. environment for us to advertise or at least advertise and pay as much into as we have been? So that's yep. some other negative like effects that can happen as we, a result. And we could do a whole show on it. It's a, it's there's a, a lot of conversation. Let's do it. That's all we're going to talk about. <laughs> now, listen, I, my box says cool guy. All right. So that means <laughs> there you go. But I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's good arguments over. It's like, well, the, the, the websites that have, that are doing embedding have earned that success. Why should they not be able to use the tools that they've made to do that? And then there's a counter argument. Well, it's because the people that are contributing to the viewing numbers on Twitch don't even know they're viewing a stream. That's an important detail. So, you know, like the pendulum goes back and forth and you can yeah. for hours mm -hmm. talk about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and people have, there's a lot of good resources. Gathalian, we brought him up cause he's, he's been very vocal. He's been fighting Twitter. a good fight out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's been in a couple podcasts with some, uh, important folks on the conversation. Yeah. So go, go check out his Twitter. I think he has a lot of, uh, resources and, and literature as it were about all that type of stuff. Uh, the final thing that they announced, which we kind of briefly talked about was the, uh, the simulcast. You can now simulcast on any live streaming platform. Uh, as long as it's, uh, as long as you don't have a, a different contract like Coda's. <laughs> so have you, are you still trying to get that changed? What's the, how's that Dude, going? Here, here's the thing. This, this simulcasting thing is one of the biggest announcement that Twitch has ever made. Yeah. It's a big deal. Like, this, for is, sure. this is a foundational change. I mean, um, especially for somebody, any, anyone who does sponsored content, I mean, your, your literal your literal payout is based on how many eyes are on the stream. Yeah. So if yeah. you can say, you know, I'm, I get this many numbers on Twitch, but I also get this many numbers on TikTok, this many numbers on YouTube, this many numbers on yeah. Instagram. And it's like those numbers in some cases rival or even more than you get on Twitch. Like yeah. not being able to participate in that is, is a, is a huge, huge deal. And more importantly, changes the whole value of the contract. Yeah. Because it's kind of like at, yeah. at that point, like if Twitch changes the rules, then all of a sudden you have to factor in by taking the contract. I am losing out on all of this, like potential, not only gain, but you know, growth on these other platforms. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a, it's a very big deal. Um, I am certainly not the only one in this boat. There's a lot of streamers yeah. in this boat. And um, I think Twitch is still figuring out what they're going to do for the record. I've definitely had some people be like, man, I can't believe Twitch is just giving you the finger. They're not. Um, I think the simulcasting, this, the simulcasting thing is, is new. It kind of, I think a lot of it was reactionary when they announced it for a couple reasons, because if you guys remember just what half a year ago, they made a similar announcement, but they said that you can stream on other platforms while not live on yours. Right. So, yeah. so mm -hmm. that alone kind of threw out the signal where it's like, okay, we're looking at the situation and here's our decision. And now they're revisiting that decision. So it's, you know, it's. It's, it's, um, there's a lot of legality and stuff going on behind the scenes, but the short of it is, and I, and I've been having to say this a lot lately, if I could be simulcasting, no question I would be, yeah. um, like absolutely I would be exploring that. It's a very interesting new thing to do. So, it's uh, yeah, I'm going to definitely explore. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think, especially I think as anyone who's, who's not limited should be there's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, it's not, I don't think it's as easy as just like, I'm going to turn on all the streams. Cause you do actually have to think about the analytics on the other platforms. I, I, when it comes to YouTube, I think Max, you're probably more YouTube inclined than, than Co and I. Um, so maybe you can add to this. My understanding. Mean I know everything about YouTube. By, by no, no, not yes. at all. But I think Throw you are more inclined my than, way. than me or, uh, yeah, me or sure. Co. My understanding with you streaming on YouTube is that when you stream on YouTube, it helps you in the YouTube algorithm. 
Is that correct? It can't. It can't. Yes. Okay. Uh, so if you can. stream on YouTube um, and the numbers are low, does that hurt you in the algorithm? If like your audience is more inclined to already watch on Twitch, for example? That I wouldn't know. I know yeah. uh, another buddy of mine. He says from his perspective, and I, I guess it, the creator I'm talking about is Dr. Gluon. He'll, he'll stream on YouTube and stuff here and there, but he's up till, you know, probably more recently now. He's just done dedicated, obviously, YouTube streams. And then, you know, just because he couldn't. Um, he says the big thing with, with YouTube is that the uh, algorithm sometimes will just catch on with the VODs. He says the VODs is the thing that you actually want. Because with a stream on YouTube, it becomes a, a video then baked right. into your YouTube channel. And that can be really good to draw new people in sometimes. Just whatever you're streaming, if it's tagged right and properly, can, can have a lot of benefit there. Now, as far as the actual like growth, as far as the algorithm for live views i don't know because i haven't used it enough because i've been you know i haven't i I don't think i've actually ever done a youtube live stream because of just the way that it's been on twitch and twitch being my main place and them having restrictions on it but uh now that it is a simulcast thing i'm going to explore that because i obviously now can leverage another place where of course my youtube is not as big as it used to be but there's still significant people there that come in all the time that are like yeah, I don't watch on Twitch. I just, I, this is my ecosystem. I, I consume content on VODs. I just now realized that you stream and I've been missing out. You know, that happens all the time. So I'd be stupid not to, to take advantage of it just on a base level, but also having the knowledge that there's all these viewers that have followed me for so many years that probably would watch on YouTube and be perfectly happy to have that and then have the VOD afterwards, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I, I think you'll start to see a lot of simulcasting. I just had the thought of... Uh, how does contractually co because of your contract, can we not simulcast drop frames on YouTube because we're streaming this to your channel? If I'm on the show, no, you can't because you have to be, you can only be it's, okay. it's whatever content I create. So if I'm on the You're show, on the I'm show. creating this content creating, alongside yeah. you. Yeah. So we cannot simulcast drop frames. So what I'm trying to say is it's been a great ride. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have to respectfully take my leave so JP can grow as a person and a streamer. (laughs) That's an interesting thing. Uh, I wonder. Yeah. That's, huh. But if if we don't stream to your channel, then we could do it. But then that's. It's any content I create. That's so. If you're on anyone's further than even that. Oh, so you can't be on other people's (laughs) channels. That are multi that I, are streaming no. that are they're, uh what are they, simulcasting. Yes. And I cannot be live yeah, on other platforms. If yes. a group was simulcasting, you couldn't join a gaming session because they're live simulcasting, you can't be a part of that content. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I mean that's exclusivity, yeah. right? Talk that's, to them about that. You gonna, you're gonna have to talk to them extensively more about that. That's weird. <laughs> that's a weird one. Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're 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 talking as much as we can. The the hope is that they're gonna be in good faith about this. Because again, this contract was not designed around this at all. Sure. Like the problem is like exist. It, Yeah, exactly. And and again, I can't get too much more into it, but we're talking. That's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if what if you're a VTuber named Kochan? <laughs> and, and it's that's not true. you. But it is you with a slightly pitched up voice. <laughs> eh? You know? Well, I don't know that. None of that would work. <laughs> it might work. You know? I'll uh, never know it's me. How could they? You know? I know. How could they? How could they? You never know. He drops into meat wad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cut the meat bread. 
I wonder how many people, you know, our audience probably is very aware of Aqua Teen Hunger Force now that I think about it. Oh, they, yeah. They're they're aware of that. Yeah. They're a little bit older. You got to yeah. be a little older these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Going um, to hit him with a squid billies one day just to see what it's, uh, see what's going on out there. There you go. There you go. So yeah, uh, TwitchCon was, was a good thing. Uh, a lot of people came up. back from, uh, from that sharing our sentiment we weren't the co was not the only one with the hashtag good vibes uh after the con i saw it kind of across the board um and you're totally right also, like it, it feeds into the talk. viewers 100 i'm gonna i'm gonna announce this early okay. i'm gonna try to get many old timers to come i saw to your Street tweet about that yeah yes i i would i would love to like there's no question that the the, the last five years have dramatically affected what i would call the og yeah being at twitchcon yeah I, I, I think it is time to give another try. If you are even slightly inclined, I think you should give it another try. Um, we could we could get out, get some of those old school parties back up, bring out, you know, some of our communities that have been on Twitch for 10 years. You know, I think it could be a lot of fun. So I definitely encouraging people to hit next year. Yeah. So JP, we we'll get see. you out there, right? We'll see. We would love to. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, is this the right? We're going to get you out there, right? We'll see. I don't know. We'll have to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Give him the have a little stare. fun with your buddies. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> even have a it. live dropped frames. Maybe here's oh, the thing. Oh, uh, is, is, are we still relevant enough for that? I don't know. I don't. Not on the big stage. I don't know. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, not on the big stage. Uh, yeah. No, no. yeah. I mean, like a little panel kind they of conference they, panel. They did some go. panels. They yeah. did some panels with some other shows a little this panel. year. Um, little kids table off stage. It says quietly. Yeah. Exactly. Only if it's quietly. plastic and like the and like the tables different colors and the seats. You know those old. Pl- oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I'm just sitting oh, there coloring. It. Yeah, that's what I do <laughs> with your juice box. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would. That'd be great. <laughs> I'd be very happy. <laughs> we will see. Uh, we have a lot of games to talk about. We also have some news. We'll get through the news here. Not that much stuff has really happened in the past two weeks. Um, we haven't talked at all about uh, Pete Hines, who's the uh, uh, senior VP, head of publishing for Bethesda Softworks, announced that he's going to be retiring. Um, this was on October 16th. We have not done a show since then, but yes, he is out after 24 years at the company, uh, which is kind of crazy. Um, also announced that day uh, that the lead quest designer left Bethesda, uh, the Starfield lead quest designer, uh, left Bethesda to join other RPG veterans in making a new world open, uh, new open world game. Uh, Games Radar was uh, covering that story. Who is the person's name? It just they only. Oh, Will Shin is the name of the person. Uh, Will S H E N Shin um, is leaving, uh, and he's been working with Bethesda since Fallout Three on that. So. He is no longer with the company. Definitely Pete Hines, obviously the bigger role. Um, uh, and I think, you know, it. who knows what that actually means for Bethesda. Is that going to change actually anything? Probably not, right? Like they're a massive company. I think Bethesda is good at Bethesda. And without Pete Hines being there, he's probably, this was probably planned ever since the Microsoft acquisition, I would assume, that once Starfield got out, he was like, yeah, I'm good. I've been doing this shit too long. I'm going to Yeah, that, 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 that amount of time at the company, like you just like makes sense. Yeah. The, Enjoy yourself. You, the, if you're not feeling anymore and you've done your work and you're happy with your work, just that's fine. 
You would all, yeah, you would think 24 years, especially at that much of, at that like level and that focal point on so many massive games uh, with Mm. such a uh, easily excitable fan base, to put it nicely, he's probably just like, thank fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm uh, I'm going to go hang out on my, I'm going to go hang out on my yacht. <laughs> we call it Microsoft money. Oh, it's going to be so good. Um, so he's done. He's out. Uh, he posted a bunch of Twitter stuff. If you want to go read that, you missed it. Uh, a little bit of an older news uh, tidbit there. Either of you watched the Squadron 42 thing that they announced? No, but I've heard nothing but good mm-hmm. things. It's an interesting apparently, thing. Yeah, apparently Squadron 42, which is the single-player version of Star Citizen, the, the, the single-player story adventure version of Star Citizen, has yes. entered the final phases. It's feature complete. Yes. Um, they are doing polishing and stuff, and that this is the part that is still blowing my mind. It's actually releasing in the relatively near future. Which so completed they, we game? We don't know. Relatively the game is near. complete, yeah, it's and they're optimization complete, so, now. Yeah. yeah, they're optimization and uh, polishing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not used to hearing that. It's I 20, know. they put out a 26 minute video. I watched it in full. Um, it, we'll see. Is it worth a watch? It's not we're, bad. We're, at this point, we're actually between like six and eight years away of release. Yeah, maybe depending on how long they take to optimize. They go on at length to say here. Uh, well, I think Co was joking. They do say optimization might take a long time uh, and that we are very slow at what we do. So, it might take a very, very <laughs> yes. long time. Yes, they are. That's putting yeah. it mildly. They're yeah. very slow. Uh, they are very but slow what they do. everything they showed for this looks cool. I mean, some of the scenes are like kind of low FPS, right? Because they haven't optimized. But they've got a bang up cast. They've Jillian Anderson is in here, and that's that's the only name coming to mind right Luke's out of the gate. It. But yeah, uh, and he was in the other Wing Commander, so that makes sense, right? Um, I think. <clears throat> I think. Uh, he might have, or Jillian Anderson might have been in some of the other ones. Gary Oldman's there. Mark Strong is in there. Henry Cavill is not in this video, but he apparently plays a fighter pilot. Well, uh, in this game, uh, they got the money to hire actors. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, they absolutely. Do. Sir Davos from uh, Game of Thrones is in there. Andy Serkis is apparently in there. There's a lot. Um, whether that means it's a good game, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. But they definitely have the monies. Uh, all 600 million of it, uh, or at least a faction of that uh, being put into oh, this Oh, game. and to make this clear, no, Squadron 42 is not Star Citizen. Yes, it what is What this not. project no. is, this is no, Star is Citizen colon Squadron 42. It is, it, is a, it is a parallel project. It is not the cake yes. that is Star Citizen. It is, it is the engine, it is a lot of the ships, it is the world, but it is a more focused, like I believe it's relatively linear, like it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, what's, what's the best way to say it? I don't want to say mass effect. Cause that indicates kind of like semi-open world, but from what I understand, it's very beginning to end. It's wing commander. It's, yeah, there you go. It's, it's wing, wing commander. commander. I mean, that's, that's what the origin of all this is, is wing commander. Mm. Um, so yeah. Single player campaign. There you go. Yeah. Star citizen is a much larger sandboxy can wear multiple hats all doing all sorts of big. Yeah. It's not, it's not that. Yeah. Um, they're showing all the different uh, characters and what you can kind of do with the character customization here, uh, I think, in the opening of the game or whatever this cutscene is. But, yeah, it's a very long video. We're not going to watch all of it. Uh, if you're at all interested in, like, Wing Commander or sci-fi or 
you just want to see what the fuck they've been up to for this long with that much money. There's some cool stuff in here. Uh, it's it's an interesting watch, um, and it <laughs> they could also very well be an interesting added- game. Base building to Star Citizen? Yes, like, they announced they just, base building in Star Citizen. Yeah. They that's just the other keep thing. adding what? more and more to that game. What? Yeah. 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 That's that. yeah. I did to not watch more. that video on Star Citizen because I'm like, it would imply you have good, working but... core parts for <sighs> Yeah. So it I'm... just keeps getting bigger, dude. The scope just like blub 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 blub. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going yeah. on there. Uh, I will not talk about it because I could rant about it. No, no, please don't. I I don't want those. Well, it might help the algo if we have a bunch of comments from disgruntled Starfields fans. Uh, (laughs) Please don't. Uh, Sorry. Star Citizen. Now I've done it. So the confusion begins. Now I've done it. Or now they've done it. It's fine. (sighs) The Star Citizen at fishing? It doesn't. And God forbid they put it in because then I'd have to actually start watching the project. There you go. That's how you get them. Yeah. That's how you get them. Uh, some Capcom news. They announced some more figures. Uh, they had a big um, report over at their Capcom.co.jp link, uh, which is their official website. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake sold nearly 5.5 million copies, and Street Fighter 6 has sold 2.5, both wildly successful. The bigger takeaway here is they uh, talked more about this title, that uh, the unannounced major title. Uh, There's two questions on the post, and it said, how do you plan to achieve the sales goal for new titles for this financial year? It said, in the second half of this fiscal year, we plan to release Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy in January, which is already known. And then they say, quote, in addition to a currently unannounced major title. This is the second time they have referenced this. Um, They go on to say, moreover, we plan to boost the sales figures of new titles of the first half of this fiscal year to achieve the target. Next question. Do you think the sales goal of 45 million copies of console, or how do you think the sales goal of 45 million copies of console titles, taking into account the first half of this fiscal year, wouldn't it be difficult to achieve it? They said, we are planning a major title in the second half of this fiscal year. So that means March is what they're targeting. March, April is what they're targeting. This has to be Monster Hunter. There's no way this is not Monster Hunter. I don't know what title they have that could quote sell millions. Parasite Eve two, man. No, that's so. Fr- There's yeah. no way that sells millions. Monster Hunter World, the first keep, one, sold nineteen million. Dragon's Dogma two is unannounced. Or is announced, guys. This is unannounced. Dino Crisis. Nope. Dino Crisis two. Could, nope. No one gives a shit about that. <laughs> also, that's Square Enix. I guess I didn't realize wow. that. Parasite Eve wow. is is Square Enix. Go, not Capcom, but. My big bet, and I've been saying this for a while, Monster Hunter World 2 or Monster Hunter World 6, Monster Hunter 6, rather, gets announced at Game Awards on December 7th, comes out March, comes out April. Copium needs to happen. They also talked about a new engine, the REX, the Rex engine, which is the RE engine, uh, but they're continuing to... uh, to work on it and make it better. So that's very exciting, especially if that game is utilizing that. to look very cool. What else is happening? Oh, here's a fun one. Skull and Bones is in another new release window. They're not calling it a delay anymore. They're just saying it's a new release window. It's a release window. Yeah. I love how they call it a window two and not a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at a mm. Ubisoft earnings day. 
Uh, and it said that they can exp- uh, that we can expect Skull and Bones to launch sometime between January and March of 2024. Mm. That is, uh, IGN reports the sixth sixth <laughs> delay for that game. That's crazy. But hey, it's yeah. fine. The first time that game was shown fine. was E3 2017. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> it's insane. That's that's fucking crazy. That's a wild thing. It's very In wild that time, thing. games come out, they release, and uh, they, they get work a sequel. On their second game, <laughs> and that second game gets released. Yeah, and it's <laughs> called Spider-Man Two. Two. Spider-Man One <laughs> came out, I think, it's insane. in twenty seventeen. Is a, I think that was a twenty seven, maybe twenty eighteen release, and the second one just came out. <sighs> Moving along, uh, the Xbox <laughs> partner preview happened on Wednesday. Uh, it was mostly focused on third party stuff. Um, the finals was in there, which is now playable. I think for this weekend, people seem to be, but yeah, it's a demo. Kind of yeah. Thing. People seem to be enjoying that manor Lords was my community's biggest, uh, kind of hit takeaway from that. Uh, arc survival ascended that is that thing still impossible to connect to gassy. I know you were trying the other night. Did you ever actually get to play Ark uh, survival ascended? I did. And then when I got in, I only got connected to unofficial servers. This was like the, oh. the first night of it. I think it got better based on what I saw. I saw some other friends were able to get in there. I still think they have connection problems. Jeez. Um, and when you do get in there, and this is just more speaking to the ARCs community and just PvP servers in general, especially official, just get ready to get just hit by somebody who's uh, the tiniest character you could possibly see and holding a club, and they just knock you out over and over, especially if you're a streamer. <laughs> Sick. You see this little tiny blurb wielding this giant club. And then uh, you're dead, and uh, you uh, have a bad time. That sounds like but a you fun can also. Game. Other people have had better times as well, but uh, it seems it, it's arc, arc yes. with, with Look. A, a fresh new coat of paint kind of deal. Survival has ascended uh, in arc. Uh, I, spare- I I quickly uh, parachuted out of that scenario pretty quick. I was like, well, it's hard enough to get in, and then you get in and you just get you know killed by somebody who's just this tiny little speck. So I, I pulled out of it. You yeah. have to ask somebody else about art. Yeah, no, I got you. I just know you were trying to connect Uh spirit of the North yeah. two was there. Dungeons of Hinterberg, uh title called still wakes the deep RoboCop, uh, which I think is on game pass that comes out. Uh, the official title in about three days on the second, uh, there's a game announced called a car will not die. They showed uh, like a dragon, infinite wealth. Um, did you happen oh to see that code where they announced like yeah, an dude. island? <laughs> I okay for the entire trailer. I thought it was for like a side game, like an yeah. like I didn't realize that was for actually Infinite Wealth. They're making an entire island management game in yeah. Yakuza. It looks incredible. I I'm I'm concerned about how much time I'm going to spend in that game. Yeah, it's straight up Animal Crossing. I'm worried. Straight up Animal Crossing in that. Uh, <sighs> not. I don't think there's any spoilers from like a story point of the point of view. So you can definitely watch that trailer. If you want to see what we're talking about. Um, they showed some stuff from metal gear solid four, uh, not metal gear solid four metal gear solid triangle. Why do they put the triangle there? What's the deal with the Delta. triangle? Is that what that's supposed to be? Delta metal gear solid Delta snake eater. I have no. Okay. That's the oh, thing. That's saying it's Delta. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's saying Delta. Um, it looks good. 
Animations look a little bit stiff, but uh, like graphically, it looks pretty impressive. Um, and then uh, Alan Wake 2 had its launch trailer there. And we can kind of use that to talk uh, a little bit about Alan Wake 2, because I think we've all played it. I will not show a single bit of footage uh, from this title, because it is, I think, kind of spoilery in all forms uh, to show anything from that game. You can show some babies wandering around the forest. That's probably fine. Wait, there's a forest? Uh, There's a forest? I mean, I'd have to find it. It's it's easier said than done. We'll see. Um, But yeah, we've all played it. the big release this week i've actually yeah. surprised that i'm still playing it um because that game is it's fucking it terrifying it's a little scurry man uh how far are you guys chapter wise i'm curious who's like the furthest only because i want to know how scary it gets i'm on return three if that means anything to you yes it does there, there is a part of this game that people are going to be talking about for years, if not decades to come. Okay, I have not I've seen that yet. That part of the game, I have not seen <laughs> that. Yet. Yeah, I've heard about this thing. No. The only that it exists. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I don't yeah. think I've seen that either. That sounds uh, yeah. important and big in scope. Where I would probably it would probably resonate in my mind. If I, I, I don't want to like overblow it for you and be like it's the best thing ever made, but I will say it's it's sure. it's a very unique, cool part that I think. Everyone who plays the game will enjoy. I've heard that echoed cool. uh, even more hyperbolic um, from a lot of different creators cool. and people that have played it. Yeah. Um, I would love to cool. talk about it, but we'll wait until we've all done it and do a little spoiler cast. Yeah. Uh, I can speak on the game from someone that does not play scary games. Um, try, try and play that game, even if you don't like scary games. It's worth it. Uh, the story is phenomenal. The way that they're telling the story is unlike anything I've ever really played. I, I don't know how to like, I don't even know how to relate what that game is doing from its storytelling perspective. Like it, it's so unique yeah. in that way. Um, and uh, it's also, I think I, I'll go as hyperbolic as to say, like probably one of the best games I've ever seen graphically, if not like mm-hmm. the best game it is really pretty stunning. Yeah. How insane really, really pretty. that game is. Um, and it's not just because it's a scary game and everything is dark so they can focus on just what you're seeing. When you go to like, you go to a city and the cityscape is incredibly detailed. It is gorgeous looking just walking around. There's shots of it where you're like, well, that's real. Like that's a real, that's just some city in like Oregon that's a real place. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, there's a video game. You're walking around in this. Um, but it does take a beefy fucking PC. Like you need a very, very high end PC to, yeah. uh, to, to run it at like ultra. They're not, they're not fucking around yeah, with the high end settings. kind of stuff. Yeah. I think sure. there's I think, definitely like levels of optimization, but I think low on PC is what the, what consoles have. So it's already going to look good. It, don't treat it like every other PC game where low looks bad. Low still looks really yeah, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, low looks still good. There's levels of that kind of stuff. When there's been, you know, this game and like Cyberpunk and all this kind of stuff have been getting like the the Nvidia, I guess, treatment of like where they collab with them and and go in and try to make things. So, obviously a lot of it, the the credit goes to Remedy and stuff, but it's neat seeing these games uh in recent memory, Cyberpunk's Phantom um, Liberty and 2.0 update 
And then this, where it's like, I like that. That's really cool to know that you guys are going in and really hammering away and tweaking the technology to make sure that it works, not just on the high end, but like the the older cards as well. And from what I can see, it's it's working well. I can't speak to how that stuff runs on console. I've seen a couple people talk about how there's some crashing issues and you know stuff on on console. So, but at least on PC, um, it's gorgeous. Especially yeah. too, like whenever a game takes on good looking and good behaving physics and animation wise, like foliage, that stuff's impressive that they got going on. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Walking Not to mention, obviously, like the reflections and and, and th- I'm not paid for by Island Wake 2, Okay, it's, it's a pretty game. Go go check <laughs> no, it out. No, you can say it. it's a gorgeous game. I don't think you'll get anyone arguing. It's that. it's really pretty. It's just you know so many games do that wrong. Just it's it's a hard thing to get right, especially when you're talking about like being in a forest and having things feel like you're actually in a forest without being taken out of that world. Is there's just so much to to have texturally right, and then also move around without getting wonky and weird. You know? Yeah. And it's, well, it's also just a lot of times the forest is the forest are not dense. And this truly mm-hmm. feels like you're walking around in a forest yeah. at night with how exactly. just like, uh, you know, in just how it looks. It, it's gorgeous looking. You're trying to get in this person's backyard here. What are you doing? I'm just looking, you know, I'm just checking it out. Uh, I'm actually going through getting all the collectibles. I don't know if you guys uh, are doing the same, but I'm trying to the get the map stuff helps. Yeah, with that, I'm trying to yep. get like everything in it because um, there's a lot of stuff that you can just never go and get um, in the game, and it it's helping me. I'm I'm playing on normal. Uh, are you playing on hard? Or you, yeah. Okay. How like how much is that? Are you finding yourself dying a lot? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Normal. I've, seems I've definitely fine. died a few times. Like my, I was dying a lot because um, I my dodge key was in a terrible place, but then I moved it to a, a pretty decent place, and I'm, you know, like once an hour, if even. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not that not that difficult. And if I, I actually caught aiming, that'd be you know nice. <laughs> I get caught with the control. My instinct is to use control as a crouch and or a dodge with other games, and so that, that I'm probably gonna have to rebind that because the amount of times I've actually gotten caught out just because I got caught in the inventory because I hit control instinctively it doesn't pause uh yeah yeah and it's uh it's not fun when that happens yeah. i should just rebind it but thus far i've, I've dealt that's, with it. that's just me just playing on normal yeah. yeah yeah i'm playing on normal too i i've died like once or twice and it's mostly yeah it's the same i think i've died, died like twice maybe it's, it's mostly the times that i have died it's because i've been like fucking freaking out at what's happening on screen yeah and i was I'm gonna like, say the other side right, of I, don't like, do? I, don't I don't know what to do i don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> just running around yeah uh because we've said it before the game's fucking terrifying and i've heard that it uh the beginning is only the beginning when it comes to like how scary it is um that there's stuff later on in the game that's fucking real crazy which has kind of uh impeded my uh want to continue on but i i will i'm just taking it slow there's no rush to like well, continue I... scaring the shit out of myself <laughs> remove the fact that it's remedy and that it's connected to the the world of control and all that kind of stuff um like that stuff's really cool and they're going to tell a, a a good story in a, in, a, in a pretty looking game and environment but i get excited about games like this when i know that there's that triple a like level of effort and quality that's going into something that is going to be scary because most scary games are such regurgitations of themselves and the same tropes and the same like um 
very, very uh, laborious sort of like grab this. Okay, you got to this thing. Now you got to go go back and grab the key from the other place to bring it over here. And they don't sustain the fun. It just becomes a chore and and the scares become stupid and they're very predictable and all that stuff. So when you have something like this that is delivering something scary and like atmospheric and thriller or whatever, but it has that 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 extra level of creepiness and effort put into all of that like that's exciting for me because i know that i'm going to get something special and unique rather than just like all right here's another scary game that's just kind of doing the same tropes maybe they change things here and there and then eventually just devolves into being a chore to play i don't feel that with this at least yet yeah which i knew i wouldn't so i get excited about that there's multi two two facets there that that in interest me both the fact that it's remedy like i said and then the the actual setting of what it is it's meant to be like scary and spooky yeah um i think the biggest question we've probably all gotten is do you need to play alan wake one in control (coughs) play this game i think you need to understand the story of what happened in those games to definitely make this game make fucking sense especially in the opening hours because otherwise you're going to be confused as shit you don't it's confusing anyways but yeah, it's going to yeah. be confusing anyways. It the, the thing about Control, and especially Alan Wake 1, is they're yeah. going to add a level of context to a lot of what's happening that you don't get yeah. in the game. So it mm-hmm. is it is it advantageous? Absolutely. Yeah. But you could also play Alan yeah. Wake 2 standalone, and you'd still have a really good time. But if you got the time, <laughs> like, play Alan Wake 1, then play Control, then play this. Uh, then play the Control DLC, then play this. Yeah. 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 Recap videos exist too. I'm sure they do. Um, I watched one. Get it was, up to speed oh, if you yeah. if you didn't want to uh, go it's through ten minutes there. long. This has me wanting to go back and play Control though, because I actually never played any of the. Did any of you guys play the DLC that came out for Control? I did. I did. Yeah. Oh, it dude, great. it was great. Good. It was actually it was connected material to Alan Wake Two. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was Ooh, fantastic. Go back Not only that. It. Well, give it give it some time. We got Control Two on the way. Oh, they're working on that. I didn't. We know got that. Control Two on the way. That's exciting. so. If you want to replay Control, like it, it may be a good time. Maybe to, like, I wait. Do we get a release date? Yeah, and maybe like I a wait. Big, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's mm. exciting stuff. Um, want to play it again now because of this game? <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. So I. I played. I've only played one day of this, but I played about eight hours of it on the first day. Um, and there was a lot of stuff that I got to. Where I was just like, I. The who, what the fuck is that? Like, what the hell are they referencing? And then I watched the 10 minute video, yeah. and now the beginning of the game, I understand like so much more <laughs> on what's going on and why this is this way and why that is that way type deal. I may have to do that. It's yeah. you should definitely There's some do stuff it. that's being lost on me. Yeah. Uh, I never played through all like a Valen Wake one. Um, yeah. and I feel like there's a lot of, I know the general idea of stuff but i feel like there's a lot of minutiae that would really benefit me if i went back and watched i don't think i'm gonna play alan wake one i'll probably just do a recap because yeah, i'd, just watch I'd rather recap. enjoy this this environment this world and stuff and be in the present yeah with it they also use a lot of language i mean it's he's a writer right and and they're playing with like themes of that and that's a central point in the game so there's a lot of language Very and stuff narrative. that comes through yeah, yeah. where it's just like from the lake that it's not a lake he was writing, but he was asleep. And there's <laughs> just a lot of, like, you know, I mean, contradictory it's, sort of phrasing. And they play with that. Like, it's not a lake. The depths of the saying, ocean. Bro? It wasn't an ocean, no. but a feeling that we all felt when we were growing in the sleep. That's not the sleep. And you're just like, it's not a lake. To it's an ocean. Yes. So, wait, are we Cast sleeping in, in the darkness? Lake? 
But his pupils dilated because of how bright it was in the like. What are you saying, Alan? The fucked up thing is, <laughs> I agree with you. All that stuff is there, but it actually makes like narrative sense. <laughs> if you yeah, actually, I'm sure it does. Like, take when a take second a to watch back, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep, and you're like, yep, holy it's, it's shit, wild. this is so well done. Uh, the game has really, really, really good writing. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. pretty yeah. it's pretty wild. It's pretty yeah. wild. Um. I like someone in my chat. You're just saying words, Alan. You're just saying words. Dude, that's, yeah, yeah that's the <laughs> fucking game. Times, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and say I, something. I don't play that many scary games. So this is probably the, the reason I'm about to say what I'm about to say is probably because I don't play many scary games and it's used all the time. But man, they really make this so atmospheric and so, like, I just get so immersed in what's happening. There's there's moments where uh, the if you play the first game the like shadow things show up right, but the way that the game handles them is that some of those shadows they're not going to do anything. Some of those shadows are going to do some things, and you got to sit there and yeah. figure the fuck out how you're going to deal with that. Are you just going to like hold your flashlight on it and see if it dissipates? <laughs> are you just gonna you know what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It makes like mm-hmm. every encounter like a little bit of like it adds tension to every encounter because you're sitting there as it's walking towards you and you're like, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to make it make your move? And the entire time make it's going, move, it's do? going. <laughs> Alan. You just got jump scared. Alan. Wake. Wake. And it's like coming at you from all different angles. Yeah, that's where that's the big jump scare that's getting everyone. Um, and those are cheap. But they're effective. Yeah. Those are cheap. Oh, my, cheap. yeah, I know. There's so that many same of one, them. I've seen so Koga get freaked out. I've seen Max uh, get freaked out. I've seen Dan get yep. freaked out. I got freaked out. I've seen everyone. Yeah. And then Ollie came over as the comfort support dog and was like, I'm here, human. Don't be afraid. Because uh, that good that boy, Ollie. Got, yeah, that thing got the shit. In, good boy. Uh, it was terrifying. Good boy. You know, the thing is, too, you got to be careful with those jump scares, especially us. Like, it, it, we're getting old. A certain age as a gamer. <laughs> if you jerk your back a certain way with the, you know, that could that could put you in a bad spot. That's true. Yeah. You're not ready for it. Yeah. So uh <laughs> I will assume that we'll probably have a lot more to say on Owl Wake 2 once we finish it. Um I don't know how far I've I've been told the game's about 20 hours long. I don't know if you guys have, have heard that as well. Um, but I'm only eight hours into it and I play the game. Relatively it? slow. It's about 20 hours from all the things I've seen. 17 to 20. Seems a good length. That's where I'd like it to be. Yeah. Um, so I probably got another, I would say, three or four streams of it. But I am I am taking it slow. Um, I don't know of any yeah. content creators that it, have dude, like, rushed through it and, and played it yet. But this is, this is a game, and I've said this many times during it, this is a game to be savored. Yeah. Like, this is a game yeah. that will reward you for not sprinting through the whole game. Yeah. Like, like, absorb it. Look in every, there's details everywhere. Oh, there yeah. are so many Easter eggs and things that tie back to control and Alan Wake one. And there's parts, there's, there's parts of this game where if you're paying attention to the environment, it is literally telling you what's going to happen next, or you could just sprint through and have no idea. Like yeah. it's, it's wild how many little nuances are in this game. Um, it is, it's very clearly a labor of passion. Like you do not, this is not a just run through a game. Enjoy the ride. Yep. I agree. It's fantastic. What else have we been doing? Have did, 
Co, did you have you played any City Skylines too? I think Max. No, I think I'm the only person that played it, and it doesn't run that well. I'm waiting. I'm excited for it, but I'm waiting. Yeah, Yeah. that's we don't need to spend Mm -hmm. too long on it. The culmination of that game's uh, issues are it fucking runs like ass, Uh, and and I have a you know I have a 4090, I have a 13900K, like I've got a very high end PC. I'm struggling at some points to even put out like 30, 45 FPS at, at uh, wow. you know, proper That's resolution. So unfortunate, man. Yeah. It's so unfortunate. They posted a big thing on uh, the 25th this past Wednesday talking about the performance issues. Um, they straight up said in a couple posts that like they're targeting 30 FPS um, and they give you some, some, um, some issues. It says if you experience low FPS, we recommend the following: reduce screen resolution to 1080p, disable depth of field and volumetrics, reduce global illumination. You can check the full guide for more tips. And it's basically like turn a lot of this shit off um, because we can't. The game is not running that well. Um, Thirty. So yeah. there's a 30. Reddit thread up. There's a Reddit thread up where somebody like zoomed into an individual person and like figured out what's going on it's rendering the inside of every person's skull and like all of their teeth behind their like oh it's very it's in just, depth yeah it's but yeah that's it's why very it's just so poorly it, who thought this was a good idea and then unfortunately on top of that there's a lot of sisters or a lot of systems that are just fabricated yes so a lot I of systems like, are not really working so like the traffic system is totally messed up and people break the law all the time um, what was it? Someone in my chat said that like uh, the commerce system is just smoke and mirrors. Like the whole like balancing the act it's supposed to be doing is all just like smoke and mirrors. Um, so a lot of the stuff that is that it was kind of you know they said they were going to be making big improvements or strides on are just not yeah working. That that so being said, sucks. with the performance issues all there, the stuff that they did include into the game, I have not played Cities One since release and that game got patched a billion times so maybe this is not that much of a big uh you know additive to the game it is they have done a lot to that game to make it a fun city building aspect it's just that it runs like shit so hopefully now we've been saying this a lot in the past couple of years hopefully if they improve on all of that they make the game run a lot better you know three months six months time we'll be saying like oh yeah oh, you usually paradox does a good job like following up like, they have great posts it's not usually launch. like paradox to, yeah. to just abandon stuff and be like well that's the game too bad you know yeah. that's so, that i can't speak about the specific severity of the problems they're encountering yeah couple good things to what you're talking about that's you know some parts of it are working the smoke and mirrors thing apparently the commerce stuff was a bug oh so apparently that's good and then uh somebody else said that the the traffic thing was also debunked but i saw screenshots on twitter of people like posting cars in little Circling. gifts like making turns they shouldn't be able to do so maybe that was just another bug as well but yeah yeah hopefully i mean if when it gets fixed like i i loved city skylines one i was very excited for two so as soon as as soon as we get the all clear basically i know a lot of us are planning on diving in and, and you know playing the game so yep yep yeah. that's probably the uh the appropriate way it's on game pass so if you have game pass you can check it out see how it runs on your system but uh yeah it you're going to have to have a pretty beefy system unless you want to run it at like really, really low settings. So some people were just bringing up, I didn't know that they nuked Lamplighter league. That game really undersold, like really. They not undersold. only nuked, they, they, they bought hairbrained schemes a while back. They had to make Lamplighter league. 
after Lamplighter Lee, they, they gutted part of the team, and now they have since mm. parted ways with them God. while keeping their main IPs. So wow. it's just a it's wow. just a it's just a bad situation. Yeah, I mean, Hairbrain made one shitty. of my uh, one of my favorite turn based games, BattleTech, and Paradox mm. now owns the rights to that. No longer Hairbrain schemes. Ah. So we will not see oh. a BattleTech two from them. Yeah, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Uh, what else is there? Co, did you finish Lords of the Fallen? I know that was kind of the big yes, game. Yes, I did. Okay. How I did. is it? How do you feel about that? Having finished it, and did you? It's get a fantastic double A game. Did you get the good ending? Do you know? What I that? got. Uh, no. Yeah, in quotes. I I okay. got I got the good ending. Um, I don't I don't. I heard the endings about that. Yeah, it. I don't want to spoil it. I just heard that the easier yeah, they, ending to get really sucks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also here's the thing. The thing about Lords of the Fallen is it's a, it's a, it's a damn decent souls like game that was marketed as, as a triple a amazing unreal five experience and priced that way too. And frankly, none of those should have happened. It's, it's mm. a double a game um, on a new engine, which is awesome. It should not have been marketed or sold or valued at a triple a game. And I think that's one of the reasons that it, it could have done a lot better in my opinion um otherwise but i had a lot of fun with lords of the fallen i think there's a lot of great stuff in there um there's a, a huge amount of weapons the combat was pretty fun they the devs have stuck with it and addressed a lot of the concerns that players had on it um but you know not not to spoil it but the ending the ending of my 30-ish hour adventure was a black screen with three different chunks of white text flashing over it sick <laughs> Cool. And they're going to tell me that's a triple A $70 experience. <laughs> Fucking cool, man. Okay. <laughs> Again, if they would have called it a double A and marketed it and priced as a double A, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. I, I experienced the journey. That's fine. But expectations are set when you, when you charge 70 bucks for something and you literally say, this is a triple A product. Yeah. So to have an ending like that is definitely a little bit of a sting. Yeah. Um, but again, I do want to go back to the, the game itself. Uh, fun game, large, big world. The lore is cool. Some of the boss fights are great. Uh, lots of great weapons. If you're a Souls fan, I, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Maybe when it's on sale. Um, but it, it, is, uh, it, is, it is good, and the devs are sticking with it. They're still optimizing it as well. There were some performance things, but it's getting better and better. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed my time in it. I enjoyed my time in it. So cool. it's, um, it's, they're working out the bugs and, and, and you know, fine-tuning it. But it's a cool Souls-like, man. I had a good time. Yep. Yeah, I I will probably go back to it. What would you say? The chat just kind of echoed what I was about to say. Lies P, obviously, direct comparison to that, I think, is constantly happening. People have to split their time say, between games a lot. Where do you say people should go? I would say right now, Lies of P is a more finished project. Yep. I would say Lies of P is, is feels like more of a cohesive vision. Okay. Um, also, it's on Game Pass, <laughs> which I think is great. Is Lords uh, of Fallen so, on Game Pass? I do not believe so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I have finished off. Liza P, and we've talked about that at length on the show already. Fucking fantastic yep. game. So can't yeah, say anything about The Lord thing about Liza P is that Liza P is, like, really, really, really good. It also does some very interesting narrative things. And there's, there's just there's lots of things about Liza P that kind of make it stand out. Um, where Lords of the Fallen, I would say, is kind of like, it does some stuff really cool, but there's not a lot about it that, like, really really stands out 
the biggest things I would be saying probably like um, I really like the uh, the umbral lamp system that actually worked out to be pretty cool. The whole like yeah. two different worlds on top of each other that was a fun gimmick. But you know it was it was yeah. Lies of P is is not only works well, runs well, and is well priced, but it's like it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll close out with Return to Moria because I know all of us have uh, been playing that. Spider-Man 2 came out while you guys were at uh, the TwitchCon last Friday. Uh, I finished that. I actually platinum that game, uh, which I don't often do. Um, but yes. I'm coming at this as, like, as a massive Marvel fanboy, so this game is pretty much made for me in a lot of ways, uh, <laughs> for my, my type of fandom. Uh, Co, did you, have you played it at all? Am I, am I the only person on the Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man 2. Did you play it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played, I played Spider-Man, um, uh, Sp- Spider-Man's. I played it a little bit. Um, I'm definitely you having fun with it. I'm going to return to it this week. Okay. Um, but with all the, with Alan Wake 2 and I'm still playing Return to Moria yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I just haven't really had time to, to dive back in yet, but I'm planning on probably doing it in the afternoon and cozy streams and, and you know, when Alan Wake 2 calms down and all that kind of stuff, I'm going to check it out at least through the main story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worth, it's more, it's more Spider-Man. It's fun. That's the, it's the best way to, to say it. It's if you enjoyed Spider-Man one, it's that on steroids, everything's improved graphically story-wise. I think the, the writing in this game is, is uh, tenfold uh, amongst the Twitter verse. And <laughs> the game's got a lot of weird pushback uh, from the, uh, I guess, certain sections of the internet, which for me, I don't, uh, I don't see any of that, but they, they claim the writing is bad and uh, blah, 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 preachy, etc. Woke, I think, is a term that gets tossed around a lot for that. But I didn't get any of that. Uh, I approached it not really knowing where the story was going to go. They obviously talked about Craven and they talked about Venom as kind of the two big villains. Uh, that game goes places from a narrative perspective. Uh, and if you are a comic fan and you have read the comics, you're going to be fucking shocked and surprised where it goes in the best of ways. I don't know how it's going to hit for people that aren't. Uh, I'm curious how it'll hit for you, Co. That's I, I guess you're a good test subject for that. So when you get to it, I will see what you think. Because comics sure. do a lot of dumb stuff. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's cool for me seeing that. I had a great like reaction to all of that. I don't know how that's going to work for people that didn't have that, uh, you know, in their childhood uh, growing up. We'll see. Um, I also think, and your chat's going to tell you this a billion times, I'm sure. The side quests are actually worth doing uh, from a narrative standpoint. I have been told that extensively. Yeah, from a narrative standpoint, like, I kind of wish they weren't side quests. I get why they're side quests, but they add so much to the overall narrative in terms of just character, character introductions, character moments, that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think the game's fucking great. It, it's definitely up there. It'll be on, uh, we'll, we'll have, I'll have this conversation again, I'm sure later on in the year. Um, and it's also a very easy hundred percent. I had a great time doing it. It took like 26 hours. So if you want to, if you want to get your first platinum trophy in your planet, it's worth it. It doesn't take that long. Um, cool. You should do it. It's a very good game. I have full thoughts video on my YouTube channel. It's like 25 minutes long without spoilers. If you want to go watch it, but. Yeah, it's good. Play it. The Spooderman 2. They know what they're doing. I think it's also that I think Insomniac got the highest review that they've gotten for a game. Like I think it's sitting at a 92 on Metacritic, something like that. So wow. 
It also sold Spoder Mans. It also sold the most of any PlayStation game studio in the first 24 hours ever. It sold the most, which is kind of crazy to think about considering mm. how many um PS5s exist in the world and how many people own those PS5s. Two and a half uh, million people. Two and a half million in 24 hours. Yeah. Kind of uh wow. kind of crazy for that. So I'm sure the sales will be uh, insane for that month uh, for Sony. Let's talk uh, Return to Moria, a game we've all been playing. Oddly enough, I think a game we've all really enjoyed. Um, I want to say we were all sponsored for it as well, just full disclosure. Um, mm-hmm. But we kept playing that game. For like a couple hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Max, I think, did eight-hour sponsored stream for that. Co, I think he did four or mm-hmm. something like that um but we're all we all played it after <laughs> yeah i played uh, it several times afterwards yeah, yeah. it's Thanks. it's gotten also panned. i'm playing it tonight yeah it's gotten panned kind of critically i think i saw someone gave it a four out of ten or something like that which was really that's I don't know why. Stupid. I don't know if they were playing that solo and just had a bad experience i didn't see the, yeah, the review that, maybe it was solo but. and but Co's playing solo and, and he's enjoying it, but he's also a survival. I'm a huge, I'm, to be fair, uh, I'm a survival. I'm a survivor. Survival. You're a survivalist guy. Yeah, I'm a survivalist. That's right. Yeah, I'm a rugged yeah. outdoorsman in games. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'll pull up some vods, Max. Uh, why don't you kind of lead the the conversation with uh, the Lord of oh, the Rings just, Return to Mordor? It was just IGN that gave it a four. That explains it. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, no, I think I think this one. I'll speak for myself, but maybe you guys echoed the same sentiment that myself and a lot of other colleagues and, and streamer buddies were kind of going into this, not expecting a lot just based on the trailers that I saw. I don't know. That was me. There was some trailer stuff that, that happened kind of leading up to the release that was like, huh, that could be bad potentially. I hope it's not. And I hope there's more there. And thankfully uh, the latter came to be the case where, this is there's a lot to do in this game and there's there's a, a shocking amount of depth huh, pun intended um into what you can progress to and explore and and get up to um yeah i i was i was pleasantly surprised by how much it's like like uh, jp said we were sponsored to, to check it out uh, but all of us have played it a substantial amount afterwards um and it's been kind of the one that i've been um coming back to with uh with buddies when we're not exactly sure what to play or we want to just come back into the world and see um where more like middle to late game um exploration takes us and it's cool it can be very punishing too at certain points depending on where you're at and how far you've progressed to there's zones that where there's there's like um these things that are the more rare resource called black diamonds and they're kind of uh used for a lot of uh tech that that will propel you into the next i guess tier or or opening up another area or whatever and it can be tough to get them there's even just the other night me and my buddy uh class packs were went into this like lower lower area from even lower than the um the lower depths and it's just shrouded in shadow and even having like your normal light sources like torches and stuff still didn't uh do anything for you it's just you kind of have to be planning your your food and, and stuff out and then there was like these other new enemies that we hadn't seen um and there, it goes even further than that. He's been playing even further than that. But 
it's a good experience, especially with friends. I would say you can, I co would be able to speak more about the single player aspect of it, but I know just from a multiplayer aspect, it's a great game to, to jump in and, and have, you can have up to eight people too. I've never played with eight people. Eight people um, seems kind of crazy. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how that plays. Uh, Cause I haven't done it. I think I've mainly just done it with like four. We'd have, we most, have four at max. Yeah. Four, four yeah. was ours when we were playing with strip. Yeah. I think I dabbled a little bit with other people where it was just like five of us, but um yeah pleasantly surprised by the by this game and definitely not a four out of ten in, in my my book i typically don't like just like rate games anyways in general just uh it's more like hey this is what i played this is how i feel about it you you figured out yourself but yeah if you are a, a lord of the rings fan especially if you're looking for a survival experience centered around dwarves going into moria uh and having some stuff to do and some good pro- progression i think it's fine totally fine on console it's four players right that you eventually will be oh is that the max on i didn't know that yeah i think it's four and as it as that comes out um it's on epic um exclusive right now so of course that brings up people like epic whatever (laughs) play it or don't i don't i don't care um um yeah alan wake 2 is also epic yeah that's right um yeah i i agree everything you said it i don't know how far are you like tier wise I am about to build a giant stairway using a bajillion black diamonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that what? When you I look at your tier, it, are you tier five? No. Okay, because uh, we hit tier. We hit three. Yeah, that's where I. That's where we stopped. Yeah. Uh, in our Here's like twelve-hour stream where we first played it, uh, but I've yeah. seen it goes to tier five, maybe tier six. So the game keeps going. I and apparently I have to go find a library and do all sorts of stuff. I got to say, though, like, I have had issues finding black diamonds. And then this yeah. part that I got to is like, find 20 of them. And I instantly was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, as a solo player, it's. Is it crazy with grinding? Um, I mean, it, it's a very grind centric game, which I don't really mind because I kind of like doing that. I kind of zen out in yeah. creative builder mm-hmm. games and, you know, just do little, you know, runs for certain things and warp back and stuff. Um, but it's, it's definitely, uh, as a solo player, it is doable. Um, it is definitely very difficult at times. The combat system is kind of janky. Uh, and I think that kind of accentuates when you're playing solo, it's a little floaty. Um, you know, it's very easy to cheese if you want to, it's, it's definitely not, I'd say the high point of the game. The high point of the game is the exploration and the crafting. And like, you know, there's lots of cool systems like food and farming and all that kind of stuff. You can also craft some pretty awesome bases if you want to. Yeah. Um, which is fun too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun, and I and I'm and it, as a solo player though, it's pretty clear that many parts about it so far have not been balanced for solo players. Really, uh, which has been yeah, yeah, like In the resource just generation encounters? that you have to get. Yeah, and enc- some encounters, um, and also like um, again, like you know, if if you're getting twenty solo or twenty black diamonds with a group of five people, it's different than if you're doing it with one person. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is true. You don't seem to have balanced much with that kind of stuff, so. It's a, it's a, been a bit of a thing, but it's still fun. I mean, I'm treating it as a farming game and, and, you know, it's been a good time. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm playing more tonight. So, yeah. yeah. Do you have, uh, or do you find yourself with an affinity for, uh, Lord of the Rings co like enjoy the IP I'm sure, but not like massive fan or I would not need this to be Lord of the Rings to be really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that matters. It's not with really this a game. huge, I mean, there's some references here and there and I even get a lot of them. Um, but it's it's not the kind of thing where it's like it's just a fun it's a very it's a very kind of more linear Valheim esque game. It is missing some really obvious QOL, which is a little weird. Like 
sorting. You can't sort stuff. Yeah, you can't sort. Oh, yeah. That's, really that's one of my biggest things with um, it. Mm-hmm. When you, like, if you put multiple things into a chest, sometimes they don't stack. Um, if you have an, uh, if, a, if a chest is full and you have, like, five of an item and then you shift click a half stack into that chest instead of putting it on that stack it just throws it onto the ground like there's a lot of stuff in the game that's just super unintuitive and weird that and sucks. it's kind of like how did this game make it to this point without some of this QOL but um you know it's it's still fun that's the core thing it's fun to play it's cool to explore around and um you know still enjoyable yeah, yeah. it's not my coming... favorite survival game at all but it's still fun i think the good thing is is uh the dev has come around both mine and like some other people that were streaming like saying that's coming this thing we know about this you know um the time frame it sounded like they were getting it out pretty soon in terms of uh quality of life patch so it's good to know that they're like aware of it some of them are like yeah like the sorting thing i'm like why wasn't that in there that feels like that should be in there well like that's not in there but it will pull from chests that are in your base yeah yeah yeah. that stuff's great like that's great absolutely (laughs) yeah there's some amazing ql in the game it's just like they're it's some is there and great and other is just overtly missing yeah yeah a little weird but apparently, yeah, like Kat's saying, uh, there's a roadmap apparently, and and cool. things are coming. So, and for those who don't remember, Grounded actually the first big patch of Grounded took it from like a good game to an amazing QL experience. So hopefully yeah. we'll see something similar. Mm-hmm. Well, that did Grounded launch in early access because this is like full release, right? Yeah. Yes, it, it Grounded had an early access period. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a weird thing where it's like yeah, this is full release, but we're gonna continue patching it. Well, then why didn't you just release and call it? Or, well, we don't know. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Money! <laughs> it all comes what, down to what money. What is early access? Uh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. does feel cool, I will say, like going around and exploring the depths of Moria and making your little quick platforms and uh, Dude, different, that's like, fun. ladder stuff to yeah. be able to make it more manageable to get around if you're coming back this way. You know, that that's cool. That feels real fun. Um, rediscovering this this old mine and then making it more navigable. Uh, hey, it's me. Why are you going full screen, screen Max? We got. We got. I don't know. I do things. It's my. Listen, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to put this up on here. I don't. Know. I didn't even know I was going to be here. That's true. You didn't until last night. Yeah. Thank you for filling in last minute. Uh, yeah, we got. Hey, you know. You know, Max. A lot. A lot is expected of the and more title. So we'd really like you right. to. Just it's true. We don't just give it to all anyone. of your streams at yeah. all times. Uh, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. I'll keep that in mind. When I'm streaming, I'm like, oh, God, JP might invite me last minute to be the cool guy box. That's correct. Cool guy box. Right. There we go. Uh, Yeah, we got in our multiplayer thing. We got fucking just straight up lost multiple times for about four hours. We were just wandering around. And uh, the exploration aspect of that was definitely fun. Also, we could have just looked at the map and probably figured it out a lot easier. Uh, but mm. we had a good time just, uh, you know, getting lost in the mines, as they say. Full in-game map? Not going to use it. Nope. Yeah. Well, I, it's... I I mean, I don't know. I was going to say it's not intuitive. It's fucking really intuitive. You just look at the map and it tells you where you go. Uh, <laughs> and it makes waypoints for every campfire it's, that you put it's on a, the game. It's a very overtly procedural map. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know the box that you're in. But the box can have tunnels and ledges and, you, you know, you may not, but, you know, the, you're still in the box. Kind of, it's not the best map, but mm-hmm. it's a working map. No, it's yeah. not, it's, I was going to say, it's not an amazing map. It's definitely not like a great map. It's functional. It's there. And it, it'll give you an idea of where you are. But uh, singing while mining, that's cool. I like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, as a solo player, how does that I, work? The whole thing cool. Get, yeah. So sometimes he'll just sing like this, and it's fine, and it'll say a little ditty. But every so often, it's like a completely different voice in like a choir, and he's like, "I'm out here and I'm doing my own," and then like voices oh, behind it, and it's just like, "Who is this <laughs> guy?" Losing, like, maybe he's lonely and he's losing his maybe mind. Maybe he's losing he's his mind slowly. Maybe, maybe. But These it's great. Voices he's so hearing I, in his head. I have to say the whole like I don't know if you guys went through the progression of the the I'm gonna eat this thing songs. Did you guys oh, do that? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, did we? Yeah, okay. and then you get to the last one about the dragon. Did you guys get that one? I don't remember so any he's, of the like. He's like, lyrics, I found yeah. a spider. I'm gonna eat him. I found yeah, uh, yeah. an orc. I'm gonna eat him. I Deer found a troll. I'm gonna eat him. I found a dragon, and nope, I'm leaving. <laughs> he like has like this whole little like thing. It's, it's like a, a progression that. of songs. It's. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's cool. L- little things, little things. Yep. Uh, it's a good one. Um, check it out with your yeah. your pals. Jump in. Uh, like I said, a lot of I don't know how much time you've you've spent in a code, but we spent at least on our first stream, my first stream, I spent twelve hours in it, and we were barely approaching like tier three. And I want to say there's like we were just tier approaching six. tier three oh. stuff, but we didn't have the resources to like fully kit out tier three stuff just because you know there's you, four of like, us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what hour I'm in, but I mean it's gotta be like 15 plus at this point. Yeah, like, I've I've played it multiple days. I've, I'm playing it tonight. Um, I'm probably like it's it's just a very chill. Are you crafting survival builder? How much of yeah. your uh, like base are you managing building? Did you did you take over an existing base? That's one of the things that I liked a lot. Where you would just like happen upon some runes mm-hmm. of a former base. The waypoints. Yeah, and you could just mm-hmm. take the waypoints are the big one. Yeah. yeah. So my my plan is I I found the first way. Obviously, you start in the first waypoint base, and then later in like the and you destroyed area, it, right? You destroyed that waypoint right when he saw it, like I did, and got the black diamond from it, and didn't whoops, fuck over no, your I teammate. Didn't. Oh shit! Oh no, that wasn't. Uh, yeah. I probably should have. Okay. Though. Yeah. But no, no, like, when I found the some... second waypoint base, I ran back to the first <laughs> one and built it so I can like warp between them. And I'm kind of probably just going to keep looking for those bases and like you know yeah. have a different purpose for every base and work between them and all that kind of stuff we didn't have that convenience because some people decided <laughs> to make some decisions early on look uh, we needed to be I, great. there was a thing you could craft if you have a black diamond and i really wanted to check it out uh-huh. we don't need no stinking waypoints i don't even know how to I use the map did. what is, what is a waypoint gonna do for me i think that's fair i do i think yeah. that's fair yeah that that could have been a contributing factor to why we were wandering around for four hours too. It's not like we Maybe. found an elevator that we could have Maybe used to get so. back to the beginning or anything. Maybe so. There's a point too in the game where uh, you eventually like either construct this giant. It's not even. It, they make it sound like it's going to be this giant platform that you can just like lower down like some sort of big elevator pulley system thing, or. And, and that requires like I don't know, fifteen black diamonds or yeah, something, it's the or first twenty big or something hurdle. like that. Yeah. Even when you build it, it's like it's not anything. Impre- it's just platforms that you're building. You're yep. like, oh, so I could have just I could have just built this Jumped myself. My ass normally. down. Yep. And, and that's About what people, other thing. people have done, and they're like, yeah, that that would have been totally fine. My big thing was like, I was like, well, we got to build this thing because you know how are we going to get back out? It'll be tough to get back out. This is also before I'm really realizing like, well, if we went down there and then found. The, uh, there was a lot of what ifs and unknowns, and I was like, "Well, yep. we'll do it the proper way, I suppose." And then you build it, and it's pretty whelming. 
the fact that it's not this like giant platform that has a pulley system or something cooler. It's like, well, it's just platforms and rope ladders. Like I could have built that myself without using all these black diamonds. You want some bang. If you're going to put some rare resources, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be a criticism of mine. That, that part, uh, maybe an earlier way to deal with poison would be nice. Oh, that kind before of the brewing. Is a bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah a bit annoying to, to have to deal with like poison stuff, just ticking away at your health. And uh, yeah. So, there's definitely I didn't even know there was a stealth system bit. until like 10 hours in. We did definitely were not stealthy. We did. There's a stealth? Yeah, what the dude. fuck are you there's talking a about? Stealth a stealth system. system. If you have control, you can stealth around and bypass enemies. There's a whole oh. stealth system. What? <laughs> the more you know. It took me five hours to realize there's a lock on system, so I'm not surprised. I oh, same. Big same. Big same. Yep. 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 Huh. So, yep. Interesting. Kind of thing. It's that. neat. Don't expect a lot it's out of the combat. It's it's fine enough. There's some and neat see, combat that you can do with it, but it's a survival builder exploration game. It's not made to be like going back combat, to the think. thing yeah. that I was talking about, Lords of the Fallen. This game's forty bucks. It's a lot easier to give it like a pass and just be like, Yeah, yeah it's exactly. good for forty bucks. Uh-huh. Like like that's the big thing. Like when you price more than you price your game, absolutely. You set expectations. And when you price it at forty, you're saying, Hey, this you know, this could be a lot of fun, but it's not perfect and you know, it can you're not, you're not going to go in and get amazing cut scenes and all this stuff. And it's like, and then when you start getting really nice stuff, like the dwarf voice acting is fun and there's some great music every so often. It's kind of like, yeah, this is cool. This is great. Feel a lot better about it. So it's yep. always nice to, to, what is it? Under promise over deliver. And, yep. and you know, setting a high price is, is setting promises. And then if you don't deliver, it just sucks. Absolutely. It's fun. Uh, sorry for not having the title. That's uh, Lord of the Rings. Mind, uh, Return to Moria, not Minds of Moria. Return to Moria for that. Um, I think we also all played Endless Dungeon. I'm, Mm -hmm. we, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we did a sponsor stream, me and co, uh, yesterday. And I think they, there's been a lot of sponsored streams for it. Uh, yes. Big push. Yeah. Big push for that. Twitch push. Uh, seems fine. I I don't know how long (laughs) we want to spend talking about, but like, I I don't know. The game seems okay. I don't have like any negative complaints about it. I played a little bit more solo. Uh, yesterday co that game definitely seems like it is made for solo play like it doesn't have all of the it doesn't have the things that you would want in like a co-op playthrough where like the host kind of controls everything in that game Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah and that makes it like they're making some changes with that they are yeah yeah i I think they said they were going to make changes yeah Yeah. um but it sounded fine too though yeah, I like. We don't, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I know at the end of the stream, you were to echo what you were saying um, that the dungeon of the endless was more involved and a better, uh, more advanced, not as simplistic um, thing. And I think most of the reviews on Steam that I saw after the fact is it's currently sitting at mixed. Echoed exactly what you were saying. That it's just too of, I simple. actually checked that too. Yeah. A lot of the people that are leaving negative reviews for Endless Dungeon are saying, I came to this game expecting the next Dungeon of the Endless, and what I got was like a super simplistic ver- Like a lot of the stuff that people liked in Dungeon of the Endless is not in this one. Yeah. It's just like more streamlined for co-op play. It's more streamlined for simplicity and just the action and you know the gameplay instead of like the deeper mechanics that the... I guess you'd call it the original had. So, but I mean, I think, I think there's also a reason they didn't call this Dungeon of the Endless 2. 
Sure. You know, like there's, there's, yeah. so it's, it's an expectations thing. It ran fine. It ran fine. It looked pretty. Um, it, what it did, it did well. It just, I think people wanted it to do more. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. so yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't, there's not really thing to, to add to that. Um, that's it. Did you guys it. complete any of the challenges? Did you have challenges that you could potentially complete? No, the- we were fucking awful at the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Dude, it took us like an hour and a half where it's like, man, we should really build more of these turrets. These turrets are really strong. Let's upgrade the turrets. Sa- okay, to, to his credit, Sakura was like, okay, these guys are acid weak, and we can make these types of turrets. He was you know, If you right-click yeah. them, they can upgrade them, and then we can get them to level two. <laughs> and me and JP are just like, my gun is pretty when it fires. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let's let's be real, real. You were like, my gun's pretty when it fires. I was like, guys, I'm going to start a League of Legends game right before we do the sponsor. And it was yeah, 20 minutes late for the sponsored stream. Yeah, me and Beth caught a little bit of your uh, the beginning of you guys. Uh, end of you playing League and then transitioning Oh, yeah, I was, I was, I like, was oh, tilted. Oh, look, he's going to play uh, Endless Dungeon. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like, was, League to this. That's an interesting transition. It was a, it was a rough transition. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, so was so, Sacral trying to get you guys like organized and Sacral was Sacral was just was doing Sacral. Yeah, Sacral yeah. was just a good gamer. Yeah. He was just getting out the chalkboard he was, like, and stuff. He was figuring out the mechanics. He was exploiting what he could. He was like making like little sets based on what floor yeah. we were on and the type of yeah. He was even Sacral. It's, yeah. it's funny because it's funny because when we were watching, we were, we had JP stream out and uh, <laughs> Beth wasn't really paying attention to what was happening at all. She just heard Sacral start talking and she obviously is English. She's like. He, t- that is incredibly British sounding. She didn't realize it was sacral. I'm like, yeah, it's sacral. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Like, whoever that is, is incredibly British. I'm like, yeah, it's sacral. It's yeah. sacral, like, the Canadian oh, Brit. It's sacral. Yeah. yeah. It's very British. That's right. It's very British. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think that's kind of it. Anything else? Uh, I, uh, I, Officially announced the game I'm producing, which has been pretty fun. Oh, nice! Um, I didn't, I did not yeah. see that. How? Uh, yes, I am producing a game is there called a video? Emberville. Let me, let me pull up. There, is there a video? I, don't, I think it's there is somewhere. I think it's on on uh, on Steam. It is basically, um, it is basically a creative builder, progression builder, dungeon delver action game. Um, it's pixel art. It's basically like if you were to take Stardew and really lean into the combat kind of come up with a, its own story elements. There's going to be lots of boss fights. Um, uh, there's a creative building area that, that you can do all sorts of stuff in. There's a, a town that you're basically rebuilding as well with uh, NPCs. They have quests and everything. And then there's this big procedural dungeon that you can go into to get resources. There's boss fights. You rescue townspeople, like all sorts of stuff. Um, there's fishing and, and it's, it's, it's really, really coming together. So um, awesome. It's been, it's been awesome. We actually just passed 30,000 wish lists, which we're, we're super, super jazzed about. Is that and, uh, public yeah, anywhere? Together. It, can you see publicly how many wishlisted, or is that just like no. a private number you guys have? That's that's a private number that we have felt comfortable making public. Cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> so I wasn't sure if you could start seeing this like, now. Yeah. So it's 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 very very cool, and um, I'm thrilled to uh, to be a part of it. It's it's been it's been and is being awesome so far. We're shooting for it's going to be twenty five bucks, and it's going to be we're shooting for early access early to mid next year. It's going to be very much a development with the community so it's going to probably like come out in like 0.5 ish and then we're going to do like major updates to 0.1 probably about two years after early access because we, again it's a when it's done product we're not rushing it anywhere yeah um it is already essentially funded you know if we need more funding we'll figure it out ourselves and so it's uh awesome yeah, it's, it's it's pretty great it's pretty great cool single well, player or uh, any multiplayer aspect to it right now it is single player 
right now it is a single player adventure. figured as much um, yeah. and we are we are that is the public messaging right now and you know we'll see as as the game develops what the community wants and what we can make and what's in scope most importantly and all that kind of stuff yeah cool cool yeah we'll, we'll keep an eye on it let us know all the uh, i'm sure you will but let us know all the for sure developmental updates and all that how are you finding the like production producer side of things for that it's really cool what 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 is what really kind of invited me to this project um the, the the gentleman that's running it the studio owner was was already kind of a fan of the channel and everything and he was he's very aware of my time limitations so what he does is we we meet every week but everything is is kind of like built and concentrated around my lack of time so <laughs> the dev team which we're about 20 big and the dev team works in sprints so i'll meet with the studio head um his name's bren he's an awesome guy and we'll like spend an hour, sometimes a little bit longer, being like, okay, what did we get done this week? What are we doing next week that wants to be the focus? And like, let's talk about what that stuff's going to be and how it's going to work. And then we have like a bunch of boards in in uh, that the, the, all the team kind of keeps updated and we're constantly looking over those and adjusting them and, you know, kind of fine tuning that. And the team is awesome. They work their ass off. They're all full-time employees. So there's like tons getting done every week. And it's, it's, it's a fast and furious process, which is, which is really cool. Everyone's very goal oriented and everyone's very driven. Also, awesome. you know, this, if this level of production keeps up, which I have no reason to think it, it's not going to, um, this game is going to be something really special in a couple of years. Cool. Yeah. They've already gotten a huge amount done just in the time I've been with them. So, and they've been working on a little bit before that too. Fantastic. We will, uh, keep an eye on that. I think yep. that's kind of everything. None of you, have any of you played that super Mario brothers wonder? I've heard really good things about it. I didn't even know it. that was a thing until just yesterday. I was like, oh, look, it's yeah. a Super Mario game. Oh. I, I played like 10 or 15 minutes off uh, off stream. Seems like a Mario 2D game to me, which I'm very much underselling that game because everyone is saying it's it's like one of the best 2D Marios since uh, Super Mario World for the SNES back in the day. Uh, but I have not played any more after that. I've heard only good things, which kind of just goes to continue to add to the crazy list of games uh that have come out this year i made a list of games that have come out we're at like 30 plus for all just like yeah you should probably buy and play this uh and i think we're i think there's like maybe one or two more big games but alan wake was probably one of the biggest ones left because there's we've got the the warhammer one in december I think there's that Yakuza game in November, but I don't know. There's, oh, there's Avatar. I guess Avatar is a big game. Big IP. I don't know if it's going to be big a big IP, game. I wouldn't say necessarily big game. Yeah, yeah we've got <laughs> previews of that, I think. I saw some some post and whatnot about that, so we'll have previews of Avatar coming out this next week. We'll see what that game is. Um, I don't know if there's anything else in terms of uh, just... Things coming out. Mario RPG. Rogue Trader. Rogue Trader, yeah. 40K Warhammer. Looking forward to that big time. There's that uh, Persona 5 tactic game in November. I'll oh, probably yeah? check that out at least. Uh, we'll for, never see it coming. <laughs> for a JPEG or something. There's always Call of Duty in November, yeah. I guess that is a Yakuza. big game release. Um, Star Ocean 2 comes out uh, on the 2nd, I think. Um, and then, uh, that's kind of it. Thankfully this game has, this year's had too many fucking crazy games. Things are starting to wind down. Yeah. They could start playing some of that backlog. Um, BlizzCon is next weekend. That's a thing. Uh, I have heard some weird things about this BlizzCon. Apparently the scalpers are having to like lower and lower and lower their prices. Yeah. Well, I think it was the first BlizzCon that did not sell out. 
mm-hmm. which is wild for me to hear because I was always like BlizzCon tickets were impossible to get back when I was going to. I had gone to every BlizzCon and stopped in 2019, I think. Um, but yeah, it. We'll see. Um, they've got stuff happening at BlizzCon. I'm sure they're going to have the WoW rumors are flying about. Um, Classic Plus is a big maybe, which is another like WoW vanilla Plus. classic thing where I, I, I don't know any of the specifics. I just know the like blurbs that are out there. Um, okay. Arc Light Rumble, which is their Clash of Clans parallel with the Warcraft universe uh, that launches, I think this week um, and is slated to cool. make a shit ton of money uh, or sorry, clash Royale, not clash of clans. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear about, Oh, it's Warcraft rumble, not Arclight rumble. Um, I'm sure we're going to hear about their survival game next weekend as well. Cause that's a thing that they've been working on for a while now. So I would, I would expect that we get some form of that. Um, but we'll we'll cover all that stuff next week. Um, none of us are going to uh, to BlizzCon, but nope. we'll. I have never been, been to BlizzCon. Never been to BlizzCon. They're trying to think if you would enjoy a BlizzCon. The show floors are kind of fun. Lot the the thing about BlizzCon and the thing I'll always remember about BlizzCon, they pipe the entire uh, convention center with this like smoke, so the lights hit better on stage. And so the entire weekend, you're just like huffing this fucking fake smoke that I just, that's what I will remember for some reason <laughs> about BlizzCon uh, is the fake smoke. Maybe that's just because I was involved in all the production. I was on stage with the fake smoke. But yeah, you're just huffing all of it. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's part of the copium, you know? Uh, it's part of the copium. Uh, that and the, the uh, Hilton Bar, which is where all the... Someone in chat be like, JP is really selling the experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you're not one of the sponsored people who's been all over Twitter with this, huh? No, not at all. Yeah. Not, <laughs> They're no. sponsored people to, to sell BlizzCon. They're doing the, oh, yeah. the, yeah. the Warcraft Rumble stuff. Yeah. There, there's eight yep. streamers in that tournament. Hafu, uh, mm-hmm. Tally. Mm-hmm. think Tim the Tapman's in there. There's, there's a bunch of other names I, I can't yep. ramble For me. It, like I've been to BlizzCon and I had some fun at them, but I'm just not, especially now, like not as invested in the Blizzard IPs Same. to have a good time there. Yeah. And like, you're like, what's here for me? You know what I mean? Why am I here? I don't yeah. need to travel out here for for this. So if you're still like gung ho into Blizzard, I guess, or just want to keep a streak up or meet community, that's what I would imagine. Maybe it's a, yeah, you know, it's a big meeting point for the community uh, of various games and people that have like. Uh, known each other for a long time as, yeah. as is a kind of a con draw in general, but the opening me, ceremonies I, I, are always good. fun. Like that. I having been to, I was at the opening ceremony where, uh, like overwatch was announced. The first one, like that was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. The people go ape shit when Mets and, uh, he'll be back this year. So I assume they're going to do it again. Uh, doesn't necessarily portray very well on like stream or video, but when you're in that, crowd in that uh giant opening ceremony um place and he does like the for the horde thing but for the it's like it's kind of fucking cool <laughs> like it's kind of fucking it's, it's it's a fun thing to be a part of like i say it doesn't it doesn't play very well on 
but <laughs> kind of, it's kind of cool when you're in there. So, but now you can watch it online. You don't have to have the direct TV pass anymore to watch the opening ceremony. They just stream it for everyone. So I will most likely be checking that out on Friday and we'll bring all the news uh, to you guys next week on the show. Zeke should be back. He's, he's got the COVID. Um, he'll be giving updates on. Hope Twitter. it feels better soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a not a fun thing um, for anyone that caught uh, COVID uh, at, at TwitchCon or and or is sick from TwitchCon. So that's going to be the show, though. I don't have anything else to say. We got some Alan Wake two to play uh, and whatever else we're all doing, which we'll tell you about right now. Co, what do you got coming up? Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Co. Uh, we're going to be playing more Alan Wake 2 tomorrow morning. Been loving our journey there, going very slow, having a great time with it. This evening, I should be back for some more uh, Lord of the Rings Minds of Moria, or excuse me, Return to Moria. We're going to take it very slow this evening as I'm still recovering and everything. Moving into next week, probably more Spider-Man, maybe Cities if they give it a good patch there. Uh, maybe another few odds and ends, but yeah, we're going to be finishing Alan Wake 2 for sure. Getting back into Spider- Spider-Mans, and uh, if I don't see you until next week, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Awesome stuff. Max, thank you so much for filling in for us. Tell the people what you're up to thanks, and where Max. they can check you out. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. I appreciate uh, being here. And again, hopefully Zeke feels better soon. But it was me today. Sorry. Or enjoying it? I don't know. Whatever. I'm Gassy Mexican on uh, the internet here. I won't be streaming anything today because Sundays are my day off. But tomorrow I'll be back. Usually around like 6.37 p.m. Central is when we go live. Gonna check out more Alan Wake 2 enjoying that game and uh i want to progress to now even more to see what what even uh is this big moment that that, uh, that people are talking about no spoilers of course but um that may be a little more moria i kind of feel a little tapped out with moria but also i kind of want to see if there's something there it just depends alan wake 2 jp should i play spider-man 2 did you play spider-man yes, 1 i did i didn't beat it is the thing i don't I don't know. It's up to you. I don't know. It. Uh, I will say from a business side of things, probably not going to do great numbers for you, but That's what it I doesn't figured, do yeah, great but, numbers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Alan Wake doesn't do great numbers necessarily not either. Really. So Yeah, I don't expect that to do. Alan Wake, though, there's more of a pull there because of just, it's like, just a fuck, like yeah. what that game offers. Also, yeah. about that not great numbers, get comfy. That's the next two months. Yeah. So it really yeah. doesn't matter what you play. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be pretty slow. So not having yeah, games welcome to the play. next couple months. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, but, January, February, it's going to pick back up. But, you know, until then, we're yeah. making it easy. Uh, I, I think for, I'm a giant Marvel fanboy, Max. So I, the obvious mm-hmm. answer is yes. I don't know if that's going to work for you. The combat and everything. I want to say, too, visually, and maybe I'm wrong just because I'm watching it from streams and little VODs. Graphically, it doesn't look that much different. Oh, no, that game looks miles better. Go go look at the... No pun intended. From everything I've seen, I'm like, I expected this to look better. Oh, Hmm. the last game looked really good. It does. So, I mean, there are are a lot of new things in this one, but the the big picture, they both look good. Yeah. So, you know, it's... The biggest thing crazy. too, and and be a better thing, uh, maybe. And the, and the second Spider-Man, the uh, vehicle count and person count walking around is upped by like a hundred times. So there's, it's a huge, huge mm-hmm. improvement. Um, maybe I'll give it a look just for funsies, just to say I played it, you know, a little bit, just to to get in there and swing around. First hour of that game's fucking awesome. So you'll have a good time with it um, before it like slows cool. down and, and tells you the story. But opening is fantastic. Cool. So 
Uh, cool. That's that. Thanks so much for watching. Drop frames. We'll have the bot up. YouTube.com slash MEJP, uh, which we will not be simulcasting to. Uh, not until Gil gets his contract <laughs> figured out. Uh, at least for drop frames. We might do some normal streams for that. Uh, and then you can also grab it on uh, podcast, podcast platforms where available. We're out of here for now. We'll see you next week. Have a great rest of yours. If we don't see you then, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.